All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. Oh, that's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. See, si, senor, I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Travis Hoig. Brian Chesco. Listen, guys, thank you for holding it down last week for the first time. Anyone who listened last week. First time in the history of this pod, the pod went on without me, and it was better than ever. We, so that is perfect. We held it down. This is my last time ever now on the pod. You don't need me. We held it down like you hold a <laughs> cat underwater to okay. drown it. <laughs> that sounds about fair. Okay, perfect. Well, great. listen, I, I was gone. Thank you guys for holding it down. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it, but I was on a golf trip that was absolutely uh, epic proportion. It. We, I, I could talk 30 minutes about this. We held it down like you hold a pillow down over the face <laughs> okay. of someone you're Oh, my gosh. Okay. Not have, Tickle? Not I mean, what? Breathing. Okay, okay, okay. Murder wow, that this went... Dark, like a, like quick. I'm going to try to turn this a little brighter. Big Cedar in Branson, if any golfers out there ever heard of it, Bass Pro Shops owns this massive area, and they do everything on a Disney level. I had, I was with 20, 23 golf. other guys, Ryder Cup style. Ryder Cup was just this past weekend, so we have a Ryder Cup style tournament that actually happened the weekend before. I've done many of these over the years. The current iteration, this was its fourth year of, of doing it. 24 guys, I'm the captain of one of the teams, and uh, and my team won again for the fourth year in a row. Nice job. So, I, I, not any help to me this I mean, I didn't help out my team this year at all. Uh, I lost all three of my matches, which I hate to admit, but happened. All three were close, but I lost all three. Uh, but my teammates picked me up, and then, Brian, that's why it's a team. Yeah. So, anyways, we uh, it was hard. I looked I at our friend. That's what you in did fact, week in us. fact... I, I'll completely slip my mind. League Billy, yeah. who's in our mini league, is the other captain. And so it was beyond difficult because Billy's obviously a good buddy of mine. He and I talked for like eight, ten, eight to ten months about this almost every day, trying to get things ready to go. And uh, it was hard because I, there, I'm i not kidding. I Of course I wanted to win, but there was a big part of me. As I'm looking at Billy, when we're kind of doing the last little like trophy, and now that oh by the way, the, there's now a new heavyweight championship belt. Like I'm not kidding, WWE level, ten pound plus belt, gold says. It's like the ultimate white guy. No, it is. It's got <laughs> plaques. Story. It's got plaques on the side with the years of the uh, right. and then who won. So anyways, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, but it was it was hard when I had to look at it at, at League Billy and and you know he's like I'm looking at him I've won four years in a row 
and he's, he's beat crying. me. He's beat me individually the last three years. Billy's a very good athlete. Because I play him head-to-head. And uh, so, anyways, it um, I, I took it on the noggin uh, individually, but then, un- unfortunately for Billy, I took the overall. Great time. Anyways, thank you to Travis. You've done, and I want to bring this up right off the top here, an unreal job at not only pushing this podcast forward with our technical ability and physics of having new mics and and just kind of be pushing us into – uh, the next podcasting realm, Travis, you have absolutely crushed, along with figuring out how to get a podcast out and produce it last week and send it into the the ethers. So that was that was a big deal uh, to a lot of people. Uh, that'd be extremely intimidating, and you took that head on. Um, thank you for doing that. Now yeah, that's because while you were gone, we held it down like the cement shoes <laughs> okay, okay. of a gangster okay. yeah. hit. His- Pulled to the bottom of the. Why? Why is everybody dying? What? What? It's fine. I hope there's more. Okay. We held it down. I hope this theme continues. Listen. All right. Enough nonsense and me talk. But I had to. I feel like obviously I wasn't on the pod last week. My voice was missing. I heard you guys diss me multiple times. Uh, thank heavens Dave's not here because we'd have to hear about Arsenal and yeah, this and that. Too. So we will talk Arsenal this week as they were not true. briefly I, mentioned. I, I specifically said I would have wanted I you know, to be here to I talk know, about the But arc, it's not arc. as fun to, for me to talk about uh, if I have to give you credit for that. So yep. all that being said, we do have uh, we do have a really fun thing. For the first time in this pod, we're having a call-in guest. Super pumped about that. And we'll, we will announce that uh, when we get to that segment. So, Brian. Yeah. Should well, we get started here? Yeah, we should. We should, at bare minimum. <laughs> at bare minimum? More than Branson, already. Missouri. Okay. More than Missouri. Big Cedar. Just check <laughs> it out. Than, Google search it. Golfers, you'll love it. More than finding new ways of talking about uh, how you commit a murder. Yeah, okay. Uh, we should yeah. talk about the results of Game Week 7 and, and look ahead uh, at least to Game Week 8. All right. I guess that's uh, is that your lead in? Yeah, let's lead okay. in. Let's, let's, get, let's, let's get started. That's what I was looking for. All right, there it is. First game, we have to start here, and and we're bringing in our special guest. Um, longtime listeners know this person. In fact, they really know this person. Scott Weeby is joining us. It feels completely apropos. Our first time having a call in guest. Scott Weeby is here. Scott, how are you doing? Hello, Scott Weeby, longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> Perfect Thanks for having me. You've wanted to say that for so long. Uh, Perfect, Scotty. I've waited for years to say that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I do have a question for Dave. Now oh. that there's four of us on the podcast for the first time, yeah, does that make this an official sausage fest? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe. What? Maybe. Well, I tell you, I'm just gonna bow out of this conversation. Uh, maybe okay, a little bit. Right. Mainly. Be, look, I. Look, and I forgot to mention this in the opening. The reason why Travis had to do all the computer work this week was my 15-year-old son accidentally spilled a cup of water on my computer, and I still don't have it back yet. It's not fixed, and it's going to cost me $675 to get the computer back. So anyways, all that being said, um, and now I feel naked. I normally have my computer in front of me, and I'm trying to look up things on my phone, which is not fun. So look, let's dive into this, Scott. I want I want you to take it away. You've done this a million times. Liverpool two, Tottenham no 
No, no it should have been. <laughs> okay, we'll start over. Oh, I truly, there was there was no really? tongue in cheek there on that, my sword. Hand of the Lord, no tongue in cheek there. The most I know ins- that's like the most jerkish thing I could have possibly insulting done. Insulting, possible. It's not even possible. Spurs two, unfortunately, Liverpool one. And in and I watched a lot of this game. Honestly, I've never felt like Liverpool got jobbed ever in this life. You guys, Travis Scott, my brother, all Liverpool guys have complained about Liverpool getting jobbed. I am 100, if you can be more than 100% on board. I've never seen a team get jobbed more than Liverpool. Scott, what did you see? I saw the same thing. I was really confused. There were two images that stood out to me when I was watching this match. The first was... Luis Diaz, not offside, but yet no time at all taken yeah. to check to make sure that that wasn't the case. And then the second image that stood out to me, you know, the camera angle was picture perfect for us to be able to see what Simon Hooper was seeing on the right. VAR screen right. for the yeah. Curtis Jones red card. And as he's running over, it's it's a still photo of Jones's studs Getting on Basima's ankle. Yeah. It's brutal. Which, valid. Like, as the guy who's always said intent doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I, you know, yeah, studs were on the ankle, but at the same time, you know, Travis, I think you were the one that pointed out in the buildup to us recording this together that VAR completely went against standard protocol to look at types of plays like this and essentially biased Simon Hooper's yeah. final decision on what he's going to call in that play. All right, so let's cover the Diaz goal first because goals change games. I Obviously, no brilliance there. Everyone knows this. The Diaz thing... Absolutely, especially when they did a freeze frame of when they kick it. He looked absolutely completely onside, although there's been a few times where it's looked like that. They'll draw the lines, and there's some fingernail that's out there that they somehow grab a hold to and draw the line down from there. But we didn't see any lines drawn, and next thing you know, goal doesn't stand. Brilliant goal taken by Diaz, by the way. Yeah. Of course, as as a football— On, on yet another brilliant pass from— new Kevin De Bruyne of the Premier League most out. Well, touche. So then we go right after that, and then Hyunming Sun ends up scoring. And it's just like, I feel like that's, that's such a football, English Premier League at minimum thing that to happen, that right after you don't get the goal you're supposed to have, the other team yeah. just flips back and scores. It didn't make any sense. They were in the ascendancy. Um, the the bigger thing is, and, and someone in our Slack group made this point, is is it's not that it was close. It wasn't that close. If right. it was close, and then, then the VAR would have drawn the lines. So the question really becomes: Why was the flag up in the first place? If VAR thought, "Oh, this is not even close enough for me to draw the lines," it's clearly a goal. Why the heck was the linesman putting the flag up in the first place when they're not supposed to flag when they're close? That's yeah. exactly right. It makes Scott, no sense. And then, yeah, and then apparently their own script gets in the way because VAR looks at it. Darren England says, check complete. For him, that means it's a goal. Everyone on the pitch is saying it's not a goal. And apparently someone isn't able to communicate from the VAR booth to the pitch yeah. to say, no, no, check complete means it's a goal. They could say, hey, take a look at Curtis Jones's tackle. You need to come over to the monitor. But they couldn't say, oh, hey, I thought they scored a goal. I verified that they actually did. Stop play. That doesn't make any sense. They can stop play for a red card, but they can't stop play for a legitimate goal. All it took was a a buzz back, even if they're lining up to kickoff. It it is so mind-blowing, the level of incompetence. There's no excuses. There's absolutely no excuses. I, I will say this. I, I feel like the Curtis Jones 
red card was it was initially yellow. They looked at it and it came back red. I think I I felt like it was probably probably legitimate. It just some crap Hinming Sun luck. I feel like there's been a couple of times Sun has gotten reds and you're like he's the nicest guy ever. Why God would Sun well, get a the, red? Well, right? no, the the immediate the immediate no the immediate comparison is to Sun's ankle bra- actual yeah. ankle breaker with Andre Gomez yeah. from Ever- in Everton. Right. Yeah, that's total true. Total no. Yeah, which was, uh, Scott, which as, was as res- said, which was rescinded after. Yeah, it was it was revoked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, I just felt like Curtis Jones kind of got some crap luck there. And and in that process, ends up with a red card, and then you know, the the Jota first yellow was absolutely garbage, right? I mean, I think that's the complaint there. But once he's on a yellow, he can't make the, that that e- even a motion from behind like that, right? Even though if he barely nicked him, and I agree, he fell down like a like he was shot. Yeah. And but there was some form of contact there. I think it was just you're on a yellow, even though the yellow the first yellow was bogus. You're talking about the second yellow. The I, second yellow was a definite lunge, and I feel I felt like Jota should have known better. That, that, that's that my point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the first one. The, yeah. the first he one didn't was even make an bogus. attempt at the right. player. Right, uh, agree it was completely. incidental. Right, it made no sense to me. Like at, at the very least, it's a foul, accidental contact. But it's it's it, it, it's at the halfway mark. That's what drove me nuts. It was at half field. It's not like he was away on goal. Right, like it wasn't even close. Right. No, it's crazy. Scott, what uh, what was it taking on the rest of your on the rest of the game? I mean, obviously Liverpool fought hard, and they you know it, it unfortunately took a, a some more crap luck. I mean, just pile the crap luck onto Liverpool. Montip tries to yeah. make a, a I mean Liverpool has fought tooth and nail with nine players for a lot of the game, and they're barely hanging on to a draw. And Montip ends up with the worst luck ever with the thirty goal. seconds to play. Yeah, yeah. I think you said, Dave, goals, you know, change games. I think if there ever was a match where you could pretty much predict if a goal had been given, that you could say this is what the final score would have been, it's this match. Like, if you give the Diaz goal, this match ends 2-2. Spurs pile it on to get a, a you know, a game-tying goal, and it probably ends 2-2, and everyone yeah. says, oh, well, that's fair, you know, and, and yeah. we move on. And, you know, talk about the red cards a little bit differently. But in this case, you know, because of that, just a lot of goal, it's very different. And obviously, PGMOL say significant human error occurred. And the club says in their statement on Sunday, not good enough. Yeah. And now they've asked for the video, not video, the audio recording of the officials talking to each other during the incident. They make you know, veiled threats to potential legal action in their club statement. I, which I hope they do. I hope something happens here. Like this is something. so egregious. Even if, even if honestly, Scott, I, in my opinion, if it's just posturing, it it makes it it it's going to bring more attention to it. And I think that's what needs to happen. Would you agree? Well, I do. I keep thinking like the NFL would never let this happen, right? Baseball, even with its you know pretty staunch umpire union it's still adapting to the modern era of with with its sport the nba would never let its referees get away with stuff like this and yet the premier league acts so helpless i said this on slack i would love to see not only the uh, officials involved in this match you know throw in paul tierney just for fun because of all his issues with liverpool apparently and and name others as well name howard webb name the league like like you said it, it's posturing and i i readily acknowledge it's going to make Liverpool even more of a villain the farther they push this. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know this, about that. Well, 
You already see it though. They made their statement. You know, guys like Gary Neville come out and they say, well, "He's a tool." No, I don't like that statement. <laughs> he is, but at the same time, it did it did seem to reset the sides when it comes to Liverpool FC a little bit. But the problem with that is, if you're going to admit this is an unprecedented error and a symbol even further of something needing to change, but then when the club who is impacted most by the error says, yes, let's make something change. And you have a problem with that. I question how I agree much you actually, how much you actually first statement. agree completely. I mean, what was it? The Arsenal Everton game that they had the other official apology in earlier this season. Am I remembering that correctly? Was it like a handball cool. in the box with Onana or something? Is that when Arteta said, just give me my point? I think so. I think so. But I think that's when, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Like, I'd rather have uh, my points. I'd rather than, have the point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's not just Liverpool is, is, is the point. And we said this, I mean, I said this last year at the end of the season. Unfortunately, it was my club, uh, it seems, that sparked this. But, you know, it was going to always take something terrible. Yeah. To actually get change to occur. change. Yeah. Here's here's the real conspiracy theory from my selfish point of view, Dave. I do want to hear this. Those infamous Premier League scriptwriters, mm, right? Those yes. nebulous scriptwriters, the the Banksies of English football, if you will. Mm, the Rothschilds, I think yes. They are they are people that know me. Because <laughs> okay. I made the decision to step away from the league yeah. a little bit this year. Yeah. And now all the controversy has been con- – not all of it. I recognize not all of it. But it seems like watching only Liverpool matches, I can't get away from it. <laughs> my blood pressure is supposed to be better this season, and it's not. Oh, my gosh. It's worse because you, you're not, you don't have your normal outlet of, to release the inner rage, Scott. That's why, he, that's why he called mm-hmm. and asked if he could record with us. Yes, because he needed yeah, to get it out. Scott, fantasy wise, are you are you paying attention? Are you are you doing the thing? Because let me tell you, your son's doing his thing. It doesn't look like he's paying I'm, attention. Oh, I am living like I'm living vicariously through my ten year old son. If anyone listening to this is less than fifth place in the podcast league, you are lower than a ten year old in <laughs> the podcast league right now. And I'll tell you right now, my son. Is he loving is it? He's doing this ninety eight percent on his own. Oh, buddy, like. Does he I, listen he, to the podcast? He shouldn't. We, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not wrong. No, we actually listened to the most recent episode, the, the Dave List episode uh, yeah. yesterday. We yeah, were yeah, driving yeah. down to Charlotte. We went to the Panthers-Vikings game because they were oh, just nice. a few hours away. And as Vikings fans, we had to do it. So, yeah, yeah we listened. But, yeah, now, now it's funny because the better – the more he's been climbing up the table – the quicker he'll ask me every week on the podcast, did they talk about me? Did they talk about me? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Sir Elliot, here we go. Uh, okay. Well, a little, little Scott uh, coming through there, but um, – I love it. Yeah. No, he's, 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 he's asked me some questions, but he's, I'm, I'm letting him make all his final decisions on his own. There's actually been, I think, three or four game weeks where he's had more than 15 points on his bench even. His team is so good. Wow. But, uh, so yeah, what's, no, so, okay. So mistake. next week, obviously we need to have, uh, Elliot on the pod <laughs> and he can tell us what he's doing. It seems right. simple enough. Actually, he yeah, probably knows less his, him knowing actual, which I'm not shorting him cause I know he watches games, right? So I'm not trying to, but I'm just saying just life experiences and the amount of football he's watched is obviously less than most probably who are playing fantasy 
maybe that helps him. Like, is he just looking at numbers? Is he just going on feel? Like, I love it. He, whatever he's doing. He's, I, he's, been, he's been heavily into the FPL app, watching all their videos and stuff. Okay. Uh, he's been he's been scouring the stats. And, I mean, he spent the whole drive back home yesterday looking at the stats in the app. I will say I did just remember I did do one thing leading up to this game week. He had Saliba, who I think had an orange triangle leading up to the game week. Yeah. And so he was worried about that. Yeah. And he wanted to know who to change that to. And so he was asking me about Zinchenko. And I was like, oh, maybe. He's like, Zinchenko or Saliba? And I was like, well, it's hard to say. Who knows? And a couple minutes later, he comes back to me and goes, what about Ben White? And for whatever reason, I immediately just said, no. <laughs> you don't want Ben White. Which, of course, what do you have, like 14 points? Yes. 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 So I don't know why. Like, at some point, I just need to stop answering questions and let him do his own thing. <laughs> he's clearly got this down. I, I mean, look. Like a lot of players, if you are counting on a what a fourteen pointer from Ben White this week, I don't care if they were playing Bournemouth or not. You should be doing more than offering fantasy <laughs> Premier League advice. If Reading you, some if you knew cards. that was happening, yeah, that's uh, he and I are going down to the gas station and he's picking out my lotto ticket numbers. That's yes. all. I have to yeah, for well, sure. I, obviously, good call um, just, on that. We, just to revisit something that you said a little bit ago, Dave, about goals, and I, I think you could argue that goals in soccer games are the main thing oh. that people are trying to do. I, I would say they're not just an important part of the game. They're they're kind of the part of the game. Yes. In a lot of ways. Well, well at I least think... I feel like that should be said. <laughs> not just something that can change a game, the thing that actually the game is it about. It actually changes. Yeah, it really game. does. With with the way I have not been able to be around to be your XG police, Brian, it warms my heart to hear you say that. Out yeah, loud. I mean, I just feel like real goals, not the expected ones, because there's he hasn't talked about XG in months. The yeah. real goals are the ones that really make the difference. I love it, uh, Scott. Any other fantasy advice you have before we move off this game, Travis or Brian? Do you guys want to add anything else into this? I'm just annoyed by the whole Liverpool thing. I got. I got real hot watching that game. Got very, very hot. I had to go take a walk. Really? That sounds like my brother. I just can't handle. I mean, that, that was, I don't. I don't like that was I already crazy levels of lunacy. It doesn't make in that sense. Game. Like that's that's what that's what's making me so frustrated. Is it's 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 impossible to to reconcile how this is is possible in a billion dollar industry. Thank you. For someone to make this, for not even someone, five someones to make this level of an error, yeah, on t on multiple on multiple instances, but specifically the goal that makes that makes absolutely no sense to me. One thing we did not point out uh, earlier about uh, Curtis Jones' red card is it has already been the appeal has been submitted by Liverpool. Although in that, it, well, and the mm. grounds are not that he didn't. You know, you know, do something that he shouldn't have done, and maybe it was red card worthy, maybe it wasn't. But they're they're specifically approaching it from the standpoint that, uh, going back to what Scott said, the protocol, the 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 stated protocol for VAR and the match official was not followed. In fact, it was completely shirked, and specifically. The stills and the slow motion replays were used when in challenges like this, they're supposed to use full full speed yeah. clips to, yeah, to to be able to evaluate the letter of the law, which is the force of the challenge. Yeah, Klopp said that. And I thought that was fair. I mean, I think that's a yeah. I think that's a good point. The reason why his leg isn't broken is because the force wasn't significant enough to do so. Right. Not because he's yeah. got and he said you know, we, we strong we legs. Yeah, I like that. Well I you know, it's interesting. It is a billion dollar industry. And 
it's you know you take in the whole world game it's a trillion dollar industry and we don't have these issues elsewhere i mean occasionally sure but to this degree to to the this to this quantity you're not hearing about this this is you know when you have an issue like this it comes down to one of two outcomes it's either just dumb error or it's your personnel and i don't know what the issue is like like are they not getting paid enough? Because apparently they were moonlighting Thursday night. Is this true in this the United Arab Emirates? Yeah, the UAE. Yeah. yeah, well, Scott, this is a really great point. Are they not getting paid enough that they can't just referee England matches? I mean, well, it's not like the Premier League doesn't have the money, right? Like, why are they doing extra matches less than 48 hours before the biggest match of the weekend? The premier match of the weekend. It's in the premier time slot. It's two of the top four teams. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Two or three undefeated teams. If you can DoorDash for Burger King and you can DoorDash for McDonald's, you're not going to say, I'm only going to DoorDash for Burger King. I'm going to do both. I'm not sure where <laughs> you're going with that. One restaurant just to not Somebody do the held other. you down a little bit too much. I, I, I feel like someone cut <laughs> off Brian's <laughs> oxygen a little tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm been, saying. I'm saying. Where I can, let, me, let me come at this with, with information. Though. Yes, Brian, please. if I'm McDonald's, I want my good DoorDash drivers to be available whenever oh, okay. my customers need them, not to be doing runs for Burger King at that time. Yeah. Yes. And that's what Thank we you. need in the Premier League. Thank we you, need yeah. the referees to be at their best for English matches, not these UAE ones that no one's watching, well, not even on ESPN. As but. usual, I'm thinking of the little man, the driver. You're thinking of big corporations <laughs> and what's the best for their bottom line. It's typical, Scott. So oh. Mark Clattenberg, uh, who has uh, a fair bit of experience uh, moonlighting or going over to the Middle East and doing uh, refereeing work or officiating work, uh, specifically said that he believes that that actually is a factor, which is surprising because he's usually pretty good about about being objective with stuff like that. What's a factor? And the the, the, the UAE trip. Yeah, specifically, he referenced a match that he, he that he did uh, where he was in Krasnodar, 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 whatever that is, Russia, doing a, a match, and then he came back to do a Premier League match, and in doing that Premier League match, he said he walked off the field and he could not remember a single event that happened during the 90 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That I mean to get well, first off to get that specific is a big deal, but second off to to kind of blow up the guys like that and basically say that they were worn out and they made the mistake because they were off earning money doing something else that was a that was approved that it was approved they, it wasn't like they did it on their own and then just showed up you know hungover or something. This is crazy. It just it's odd, and, and and at this point it does feel like we're grasping for straws to you know reasons why these guys are clowns. But at the end of the day, there, there's no excuse that will ever be acceptable. All right, reeling this back into fantasy here, I don't feel like there's much we can draw from this game because it was so skewed by the events of the game. Well, S- Sun still scored. Yeah, there's, but yeah. There, yeah, there's okay. some. Madison like still looked pretty good. Yeah. Look, let, let me start by saying the minus eight that I took this week was specifically to get Salah in. Yeah, I took a minus four to bring him in. Right. Oh, so, and, he, and he dumped on me. No, we no, didn't. He did not. The referees did. Oh, That's what I'm saying. He would have had at least fair an enough. assist return. All right. No, all right. I, this, I think there's, on one hand, you say you throw the overall analysis of the game out because who knows? I mean, the game was on its way to being very good. Yeah. I, I just feel like it was. It, it was. could have had the same tone as the North, as London, the North Derby, London Derby. For sure. Uh, it was. You know, the I mean, the fact that Spurs come right back down and score again, well, that's no reason why 
that couldn't have happened anyway, right after the goal. That's I mean, true. That's it, true. I mean, right, true. easily could it's have fair. happened right after that. I'm saying, yeah, the red card's not great. The second red card's even weirder, but still, like, in the end, like, you, you know, Sun got you what you wanted. Salah, who's been, like, you know, was an absolute stud last week, was on his way to being an absolute stud again this yeah. week. Yeah. I mean, Diaz should have scored anyway, yeah. even after, even after the goal was, the first goal. Yeah, he was just like toe, toe away, yeah. toe poke And away. that's another Salah assist. Yeah, like, no, you're right. Because that was another, that yeah. ball that Salah that played went across to the face. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like, yeah. you know, I've seen that more than once of people, you know, people saying like, oh, I can't remember who said it. It's one of the I best I love calls. crediting my, yeah. still, somebody's saying, when did Salah turn into prime KDB? Mm-hmm. You know, for, just for, give it, for dealing here. I mean, the guy's, on complete fire and it's go that getting back to my point a little bit scott and you ring in on this whenever you feel like but my point being is we all like sun sun had has had good form sala has had amazing form all season so our our opinions on that are not going to change i'm not sure i'm ready to go to diaz gakpo is now is he hurt i don't he know he, hurt. he came yeah, off he's something out of, he's didn't out look several good weeks. Yeah. which which now Oh, finally, I think, Scott, tell me if this is going to happen. Is Darwin finally going to get some starts? The, the, Scott, I was asking Scott, Brian. <laughs> well, no, I just uh, – go ahead. Scott can answer first. Then. All right, go ahead. You're going to forget You're asking it. me a fantasy question. I, I don't know that I, I, I'm qualified to answer this. Is, he go, is gonna Darwin going to get minutes? Gonna be Darwin, first of all, had Joe's a knee issue, suspended. which Klopp talked about okay. afterwards to say that, that oh, Darwin, Darwin specifically said he wasn't ready to go and he's not going to play he wasn't going to play 90 minutes no matter what he wasn't going to start okay so couldn't do it this is ongoing and and as much as you know i even asked that question of travis last week i was i mean honestly darwin was a consideration for me i was right i was kicking sure. around like but it was just a consistency like is he is right. there going to be a consistency? i just couldn't starts. trust it and so you know i said no like even even on my wild card a few weeks ago that i didn't act on was say look salah's like no matter what the comfort of having Salah in the midfield to me is different. The variable of Darwin to me is not, unless until you see it week and week over week over week. Yeah, I, just, I agree. I feel like it. You need to see too it much a few weeks in a row. Start. The he, bigger issue. He scored two, go ahead. He scored two goals off the bench. He started. He started in the next match. So it, it wouldn't take you long to see if he's going to likely going to keep playing. The, if he does well, even in a bench you know, an off-the-bench performance, it's likely that he'll get another chance to keep his spot for the short term. And another point that is out there, too, just, you know, international break coming up. You know, this is, uh, I think, Liverpool, are they are they early when they come back, I think? Either way, Again. yeah, I think either way, the, the question of whether or not Darwin after international break is going to come back and rest again Liverpool, regardless. Merseyside Derby, first game after yeah, the international so that's Yeah, so that's the other part of it is, you know, as good as the schedule is, we can talk about that in a, in a little bit. In just a second, you know, just the schedule upcoming. Liverpool is as good as anybody else. As I would, you could make an argument that Liverpool's as good as Aston Villa's coming up. Regardless, you're not bringing in, you're not doing anything about Darwin until after the until the game after the international break. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. the The bigger issue to me it was Ange talking about Sun and Sun's Sun's. Uh, a being subbed off early. B video of him very clearly seeming 
in some sort of discomfort when, oh, really? he was, uh, when he was on the bench. Yes, this is available. You can find this out there. And saying Sun was not 100%, but I had a chat with him before the game. He was desperate to play. He was going to give what he could, and he did. And said this. He was never going to play the whole 90. We will never know that about anyone <laughs> ever. So just to me, I feel like you could just assume that about any player on any team. Right. He wasn't going to play the whole 90. Okay, well, he's never going to say that. No one's ever going to say that. Yeah. So either way, he ended up saying we were always going to give him an hour or so. Okay. So we knew ahead of time, you know, there was Sun and Madison were both triangled, you know, coming into the match. But then you saw they both trained. So the assumption was, A, big, gigantic game. B, they both trained, so they'll both be out there. And they were. And, you know, you got nothing from Madison, but Sun, you get a goal. Uh, to me, it doesn't matter anyway because you're looking ahead. I don't know how much you were expecting out of this game, right? Of all the games, anyway. But schedule yeah. schedule's real nice for them. Like unless you see something weird, there's no last thing. Richarlison gets the no second to last thing. Richarlison gets the assist. Right? How many people had Richarlison for how long? Richarlison now result, returns in in Two consecutive weeks. matches. Yeah. It's a little annoying. And took five shots. Had a big chance here. Played the, played 90 minutes. If Son is as fatigued or not quite fit as it seems he is, look, Richarlison's now a huge a huge discount playing, you know, he's he's got some some renewed headspace, I guess. Brennan Johnson, you know, no word about how, how big of an issue Brennan Johnson has. Gotcha. So it's still, I, I think that front line of Kuliszewski's son, Richarlison, Seems like, you know, minimum you're going to get him for another week. Okay. Last thing. Oh. Pedro Pora ends up kind of man of the match performance here, or at least ends up with all the bonus points. Pedro Poro, uh, you can make the case. I know everybody went to Udagi. Udagi's still cheaper. All the numbers skew in favor of Poro. Across, since game week two, Poro started starting in game week two. He's taken nine shots for the season. Udagi's taken one. Yeah. So as much as we think, as much as we've talked about the positioning of Udagi, and as much as you see him advanced and moving forward, Poro's the guy that's actually taking the shot. Not to mention, Poro's got eleven chances created to Udagi's stick. Okay. So you're you're getting more out of the so Poro side. So anyone wild carding and you want to go, yeah. you're thinking Udagi, consider Poro. I uh, I'm saying yeah, it's it's right now. I think based on what they're doing, Poro is not a defensive liability that I think people were afraid that he might be, and he's giving you way more attacking-wise. It's worth the extra point, too, if you don't have either one of them right now. All right, awesome. Well, we're going to move on to the next match. Scott, thank you so much for being the inaugural caller. of. It's only fitting that it's you, and uh, is it feels perfect to have you back on, and we hope that this will not be the last time. It won't be the last time. Definitely won't be the last time. And if anyone, obviously you have more than Liverpool fans listening to this. Anyone who's not a Liverpool fan, if you're tempted to say to yourself, do not make a big deal out of this Liverpool, get over it, whatever. It just means that your club hasn't been impacted enough by this problem yet. Like everyone should be getting on board with whatever might come about from the result of this error. And uh, and so I hope I hope something comes. I hope I hope some good comes from this. I do too. It obviously, it's not the thing that we should be talking about after such a what could have been yep. and what had been in the beginning such a great matchup. So, all right, I'm going to perform the first hang up on the podcast now, guys. All That's right. right. 
Scott, good good talking to you. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Brighton won Aston Villa six first game. You don't want me to say bye to Scooter. Bye, bye, Scott. He's gone. Bye, Scooty. All right. Aston Villa six, Brighton one. Who saw that coming? Another hat trick from Watkins after he listened to the FPL America podcast last week and heard Brian dunk all over him. Watkins said, Brian, take this as yeah. he scores a hat trick. We we screwed up. We screwed up. Ultimately, here we were, uh, here I was, talking about numbers, 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 matchups, matchups, matchups. And match-ups, he got an assist. He got two assists. He ended he his his season so far is five 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 two five nine twenty three. Your new you can't see the twenty three coming. Your new number one scorer in FPL, Ollie Watkins. All uh, he had now, to do was score. Yeah, he's passed. He's fifty four points in Holland's Holland and Stockport by one fifty three. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, no three idea. goals, two assists later. Yes, for sure. It it was a monster game, right? What's What's weird about Brighton is we, I, I, I would before you. Continue here. I would just like to say, if you go to Ollie Watkins, if you go to his player card and you look at his stats and you go to the net transfers for game week six for Chelsea. I would do that, but I don't have a computer in front of me. His net transfers were minus 298,097. Wow. So I would just like to say before anybody starts saying, oh, one goal against (laughs) Chelsea and you're thinking, yes, this is the thing that unclogs the Ollie Watkins toilet, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Uh, home to Brighton is not a bad matchup, but it did, surely did not seem like a 20 Well, no point. one saw 6-1 coming. Like, it was a complete throttling. And, it was. And I, I don't even know what to take from this other than the fact that I'm, I think I'm about out on Brighton. Yeah. Brighton defenders. Hey, can this be the time where I give you my quote that I told you the other the other week? That Which I know. Go ahead. Just that my my feeling about FPL. You know, I'm trying to think of a way to summarize it, and I said to you, "Don't be the template. See the template." Oh. And I feel like Ollie Watkins was one of those guys that you already knew weeks ago. Hey, the schedule lightens up right after Chelsea. Okay. And you might have looked at Brighton and said, well, it lightens up after Brighton. Right. So I'm sure plenty of people had their plans to get onto the Aston Villa train now while the while you look at the color-coded matchup oh, rating sure. system and you see how green it is. Mm. Wolves, by Sam Luton, Nottingham Forest, Fulham. Right. So no wonder Ollie Watkins is not only, you know, is your number one forward, he's your number one overall transfer in, obviously, because the schedule is so green. For sure. I don't know. And he's you, coming off a hat trick. He's right. coming off a monster day. Yeah, he won't have another day like that the rest of the season. Would anyone like to bet that? You should bet on that. No. Dave, talk about did you already buy Ollie Watkins? I don't think there's a lot no, to say no, about this. No, there's not there's nothing there's no look, analysis for this. This I, is a this is a thrashing that that defies analysis. I, I transferred Ollie Watkins in while Scott was hanging up. <laughs> okay. Did you really? Yeah. That's fantastic. I, I noticed his numbers and I realized how stupid I was. No, so, I looked at his fixtures and I said I would rather get rid of Morris because I don't want to hold on to Morris after this double game week than I would then get rid of Sterling for Son. So I'm using the money that I was going to use Sterling to Son because there's way more budget midfielders and no one is performing like that. Yeah, on the front on the forward line, for not sure. even not even Holland. So and, yeah, for sure. Well, and definitely definitely not 
Well, I mean, Alvarez scored a goal this week. Thank you. you. That, that's my point. That, I have that, Alvarez. That is going to be everybody's. That's going to be everyone's. Probably one of the, the top th- questions. Those are the three, right? That, that's about the only ones that are. And I, I want you, but yeah. Hey, I got some other. I mean, I have a. I have a handful of forward. I think there's at least two other things people consider here. We'll get through to the twenty-three pointer from Ollie Watkins. I mean, yeah, abso- ob- obviously oh. it's fantastic, and if you got it, that's that's amazing. Great job hanging on to him through thick and thin. I just think there are other people to consider. It, there was no thin. That's my point. The, the only thin was, was two on- at Liverpool. It was only thin for Ollie Watkins. It was five, 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 five. I mean, he's he's. It sounded like it sounded like he was reading not- off Salah's scoreline. You're right. It's five, 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 two, five, nine, twenty-three. That's not that's not that thin from he, a fo- from a forward. Benteke, that's not terrible. He was doing his best Benteke a little bit. Yeah, you like you like your forwards to get assists. No, I'm <laughs> no. You're right. I'm just saying if but I'm just saying like like so. Holland's numbers are thirteen, two, four, twenty, six, six, two. He's got two big weeks like that, but his numbers are are worse, and his total score. I'm is saying worse. if people held on to him through thick and thin, what I mean is you bought him at eight, and then you're watching, you're watching Isak score a brace in week one, and sure. you're moving yeah. to Isak. You're yeah. watching Julian Alvarez get bigger numbers every single week, and you're yeah. immediately saying Ollie Watkins costs eight dollars. Yeah, there's there are people all over the place beneath him who are capable of getting me an assist for eight dollars. I'm saying anybody who held on to him, his price dropped. So, I mean, say what you want about it. His price went from eight to seven point nine, despite all these amazing returns. That's why I'm saying like I I just to me, it's not everyone made the calculation that it wasn't worth it up until this week. If I think anyone would have taken if given options, Alvarez over Watkins. Right. The numbers would have said that. Watkins has a monster week, and I don't think that's enough to really make me change my mind, but let me tell you something. You guys have already alluded to it. The schedule is is pretty nice. Now, they're Brian, they're at Wolves this week. Did City think that at Wolves was going to be easy? We'll get to that. West Ham, home to West Ham. Uh, I don't think the Hammers are scared of anybody right now. No, that's a tough match. Okay, and then home. you get to game week, match week ten, where it's home Luton, and yes, they'll probably roll over them. Look, Villa's playing great. I'm and not saying that they can't. I'm just saying I just don't. If we're going on the basis of the color coded matchups, I just think the next it's three green. matches. That's all you need it's to see. Unai Emery can beat anyone. Isn't that your your go to? He is a pretty good manager. All right. All that look. Do we need to cover anything else? I mean, Diaby. Yeah, Diaby. You got to yes. talk about Diaby. Okay. And you got to talk about Maddie Cash because that's it. That's the. That's I got the three. cash. You, yeah, you Not have actually in my have, hand, but you know, you have Maddie no. Cash, I own you him. have no option if you're a paying attention manager and you don't have one or two or three of them. You, there's you. You have to consider: should I have one or two or three? I, I just don't know how you. The only thing I would say about Diaby, look, first of all, he had an injury. It looked He looked injured, I should say. Uh, Unai Emery downplayed it, said he was in some pain, but he said that it isn't relevant for the next. Diaby took five shots here. He liked that. He ends up with two assists from one chance created. So he gets here the FPL assist because he gets the rebound. Uh, Watkins scores on the rebound of one of his shots. So and then the and then the Stupignan own goal. So Diaby he lucked into two. Okay, 
Uh, and he got. I'm, I'm saying you get two assists from Diaby on a on an on an expected assist of zero point zero eight. Great. Like everybody is thrilled to get those points. It's just it's it's not coming from creativity. It's not coming from like it's not coming from great passing. Is what I'm saying. Like a deflection can happen to anybody anytime. Why haven't? Why hasn't? If he's this amazing, why hasn't he deflected one in off you, of someone every you game? You can't plan deflections. I don't think so. Look, you could try. I will. You're right. You're right in everything you just said. All I, I just realized Diaby's doing his best. Martin Odegaard, first match week seven. He, oh, he's alternating. Then three. Then twelve. Then two. Then five. Then three. Then yeah, eight. and he. Hit this one. Okay, yeah, so let's just let's just be smart about this. At Wolves, he's not going to point. Bring him in against West Ham, home to West Ham. The thing you love about it is that he's six point seven. I to me, I I might be crazy given the schedule and the fixtures. I would probably I, rather own him than Embuemo at the moment. Would you rather have him or James Ward Prowse? That's uh, that's the guy that I that I would like I, to make the I case for James. I would want James Ward Prowse. Okay, I'm saying. If, and ever since I bought him, he's gotten me nothing. <laughs> Everyone other, not true. This week he got you a bonus <laughs> point, which I want to talk about that too. Oh, that's true. He did. I'm just saying, uh, like to me, that's that's the consideration. Is that you have Diaby's price is amazing. Six point seven. The reason why, like. And Buemo six eight. Who would you rather have? Diab- I'd rather have Diaby. I, okay. I would I would I would I would want to take my chances with what about Aston Villa cooking this. One. What about JWP? The tough thing is that they're playing Newcastle. That's the that's the one that was one of the reasons why I didn't ultimately choose Jared Bowen in one of my minus eight. All right, we'll get to West Ham in a minute. All right, anything else in this match? I think we covered most things. Matty Cash gets an assist too. He's the number one defense transfer in for good reason. He's my move already this week. Uh, a Stupinian to Matty Cash is an easy one if yeah, you don't have that's a great don't have cash. Cash also got an assist this week. Did just say that. I'm but I, and he but got I, a bonus I, point. I think that's where I was I was missing it. He got a bonus point. I like point that you reiterate it though because it is worth <laughs> resetting. Okay. Um it, as uh, are you is all right. It's Stupignan is done, right? Like we sell, sell, sell. Brighton has had sale. zero clean sheets this season. Well, zero. Well, the reason why you had him in the first place is because it the schedule returns. The schedule looked amazing, and he's yeah. the most forward, the most attacking. He's getting you the most in the in that regard. And now, like I think he's you're attacking ha- I his think own goal. Look, here's your question for Brighton: Did you sell all your players already? And if you didn't, can you stomach? Home to Liverpool at Manchester City for the next two matches. Probably. Deserby does something, right? Like something comes out of this that's that is good for Brighton. Brighton don't they? Just is they don't implode. Throttled, well, uh Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl on the NBC Sports asked the question this past weekend whether or not Deserby is tinkering too much now. Interesting. He's making too many changes to his lineup. Probably a fair question. He is saying what he talked about this before. He talked about it at the end of last season. We're about to go to Europe. You guys need to get ready to play two matches a week or, you know, right. however many matches. We're going to be in multiple right. competitions. Deserby was aware of that. He's obviously mentally prepared the team to do that. And right now, it's a lot of moving pieces. Uh, Not to mention some injury. So they've had to deal with some other, they've had to deal with injury things too. So it's not, it's not as straightforward as all this. And yeah, you're like, you're losing some key pieces of some tough times. I'm saying like Liverpool, Manchester City, 
after that, Fulham, Everton, Sheffield. So if you can, if you have Brighton and you have Matoma and you want to stomach the next two, take what you get against Liverpool yeah. and City. All right. You're coming out of that into some actually green match. We're moving on after this. So Brighton this season, first game, they win 4-1. Second game, they win 4-1. Next game, they win, they lose 3-1. Yeah, West Ham. Then they the win hammer. 3-1, home Newcastle. Then they win 3-1, home United. Then they win 3-1, home Bournemouth. And then they lose 6-1. My point is, is every single game they play in, someone's scoring three goals well, or more. And not only that, where are they in the table? They get thrashed in this match. Where are they in, where are they in the they're table? They're probably somewhere around 10 or 9 or 8. No. They're, they're fourth. They're fourth? Yeah. Look it up. Oh, I, I have to do about six clicks on the app <laughs> to get there because I don't have my freaking web pages up, which is wicked annoying. Holy crap. No, they are sick. They're sick. Sorry, see, but they, I don't think that was okay. right. I mean, <laughs> they're six. They're one point. I mean, what? They're, they're 15. Liverpool's on 16. They're tied on points with Aston Villa, who just thrashed them. They're one point behind Liverpool and two points behind Spurs and Arsenal. The, yeah. the table's tight at the top. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, what do you want from these guys? They, they need to be on all the time and scoring five goals every week, or you throw them away. Like, like common being, garbage. I was kind of coming back around a little bit on purpose, and then we're moving on from this. But my point was, Brian, even though they're not getting any clean sheets, you, like you said, you're getting him for his attacking returns. My point being bringing up all those numbers was there's a lot of attacking. And so if he's still going to be involved, which he probably will be, assuming he's on the pitch, it might just be a hold, bury him on the bench for two weeks, and then start him playing again. I'm saying if you if you have the luxury, you have the space elsewhere, the money to do what you can. Like if you, you know, for me, you know, I part of my minus eight was to do the two most expensive things I could possibly do, basically, just to bring in Salah and Trippy. Great moves on paper ahead of the game week, especially because I had two dead defenders. So like Chilwell out for Trippier ends up being, you know, I have to make up money elsewhere. If you've gone for Botman, which now you got to probably move Botman on. You know, or, or uh, do something with him. I'm not sure how you want to play this. Definitely, he's definitely. Is he out? Else. Out for how long? Well, it's a knee on. injury. He's twenty. He's he's orange triangle. He's not playing. He's not hold playing on, before on. the international break. Yeah. Newcastle two, Burnley zero. Well, we're not we're we're not there yet though, right? I'm just giving you. A, I'm just saying it as an option for a Stupinion. Like if you want to move, if okay, you, okay. he's you got a, you got five dollars tied up in a Stupinion right now. So depending on how you've played your Newcastle defenders, depending on how you see Aston Villa for this, you know, what is it on, on paper, a, a positive run of pick. Right. Especially for, and like we said, like we're, you're going for the attacking guy. Matty Cash is the attacking guy. Matty Cash is your number one shooter in for defenders right now. Wow. So he's the most, he is now, he's the most attacking okay. defender. So you're kind of, it's a bit like for like in plus matchups where a Stupinion is, you know, attacking in now two, you would expect are negative, negative for defender. So, right. Touche. I'm just, I'm just thinking of it in terms of money and how, you know, how you're, did you go like this week? Did you go for Dan Byrne? You probably have a little bit more money to play around with than if you've gone for I got, I got Botman. Right. You could go to Byrne. You could, could. go. I could go somewhere else. I don't know where I'm going to go yet. Travis could go upstairs and grab us another drink. I could. 
Do you know Diaby is 12.6%? Does that seem low or high to I you? I think it's about right to me. That seems seems about right to me, too. What seems was low. Your, you think so? You think it's low? low? I think it's about right. I given, think there's a given bunch of his, options. Given as trendy a pick as he's I, been I own the last him. couple weeks. I, I, I own him. I like him. I, ha- I wanted him, him at the beginning of no, the I season. I, I think he's great. Nothing. I what? Do. do I want the guys that score a point? <laughs> Not this week. He doesn't score goals, and that's the point. I'm holding it down, like we said last oh, week. Oh, Lord. Like, a, like the you, glue on our glue trap. You holding probably a, have. Holding a mouse you probably straight have, down to it. Until oh it gosh. breathes its last breath. This is the darkest pod we've ever done. Uh. Next match: Newcastle <laughs> two, Burnley zero. Newcastle, uh, a guy we haven't talked about much this this year. Miguel Almiron comes back in. Trippier with assists. So any obviously Trippier owners over the moon with that, along with um, you know a clean sheet. And then I'm sure he got bonus points, Brian. I'm sure he here in Trippier. Yeah, back to crushing. Yeah. I was gonna say kind of lucky, uh, you know, lucky. To, I mean, great, great play to come in and clear it out. But Almiron doing all the work, an assist is an assist, is an assist, as they say. But no, uh, it, Trippier. Look, the the thing with Trippier that you know you're gonna get every time. If he gets anything, even in matches where Newcastle concede, it's still likely that Trippier is going to get you bonus points. He is. He started off slow. Newcastle's schedule yeah. was tougher, but we all knew that Newcastle's schedule was going to be lightening up. And yeah. now, Trippier owners, now this is a couple weeks in a row, they're getting some solid returns. I I don't know because I, I, now I've got Sal on my team, so I'm taking up a lot of money. I don't know if I can get to Trippier, but I tell you what, it sure seems appealing uh, with the way that he's been playing. This that was, uh, again, in a, a minus eight where I had Chilwell and I had uh, Gusto and I also still had Alex Moreno on my team. So yeah. I had two playing defenders this week. Oh, wow. I had to, you had I to, do had to make moves. For sure. Uh, again, security blanket thinking here. Trippier, no matter how I shuffled it, Dan Byrne was going to be my other choice, depending on how I went with other places in the midfield. Dan Byrne was going to be the guy... That I, that I went for if I didn't go for Trippier. But no matter how I, no matter how I, I sorted it, Trippier, I just, I just kept feeling like I had to put him, put him in there. Newcastle, it, 20 it, shots, eight on target. The, the, the bad thing for everyone was that Botman was such a, a darling here. Everybody went to Botman because of goal threat. I mean, obviously the goal last game or whatever, and then you find out the morning of. Uh, at least one of the leaked lineups there were leakers that were dead wrong uh, on Saturday morning. We're talking about Botman starting. Those dang leakers. Yeah, leakers. Yeah. Bunch of leakers. Uh, I could make a Primus reference here, but it would be absolutely <laughs> useless uh, to everyone but I me. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I got I kind of got fantasy factored this week by by Botman. Uh, yeah. Um, Who came in for you? Was it was it like everybody? got a Stupignon's negative or I did okay but he was I on my bench in this order was uh Cameron Archer it's Cameron Archer right is it Cam Archer I I do that every time too what for some reason I felt I felt unsure about that the second I said it Cam Archer and then Stupignon then Udagi that that was my so I went with three defenders 
had Cash, Botman, and Saliba in there, and obviously Botman let me down, so now I get the blessing of a negative two from a stupid young coming in, which is fantastic. Happened to a lot of a lot of good people, Dave. That don't don't feel like. Uh, all right. Anything else? Look, I I mean, I'll, I'm not going to recommend anyone go to go to Almiron. I think it's his first goal in the season, it, or at minimum, it feels like his first return. Travis, would you agree? Yeah, he's he's not really worth. No, you're not to. doing anything about Almiron. No, Isak did score. Well, you love Isak. Well, if you stay in the midfield, the other person that was a we talked about like a price point darling last week was. Uh, Anthony Gordon, yep. uh, because cases. because Harv is out, yeah. which you get a return. Gordon does get you something because he got taken down in the box before the Isak penalty. He also got you a he yellow also card. Got your, a his seventeen fifth, minute yellow card. He also, and that's what the big danger with him this week was. Was he was on four yellows, so that's five yellows. Even the referees him. want to punch him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Punch him with yellows. Uh, Ryan, he is now suspended. With, That's the wor- That was the worst case scenario for bringing in Gordon this week. Was the potential of the fifth yellow in it? It's surprising to me that like seven, we seven matches in, eight matches in, we're somewhere around there. I'm close. Uh, <laughs> it's surprising to me that all of a sudden Gordon is going to be like the first guy in the Premier League. It feels like this season to get five yellows and get a suspension on that. Brian, should we draw something from this? Kind of relating back to Jack Colback. <laughs> Anthony Gordon's what. yellow blonde hair, yeah. yellow cards. Can we draw a correlation from this? Yeah, you definitely can. This is dating back, Travis. This is going way, way back to to a Jack Colback, ironically, with Newcastle Also Newcastle, reference. also Newcastle, yeah. His his finest moments in a in a black and white shirt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm and just wondering. Gordon's we, Gordon's filling in that that particular part of the stat box. That's for sure. Okay. I right. would I would stay away from it. Uh, what I was going to say about Trippier, just on a on a bonus point, just to wrap up the bonus point thing with Trippier, you're number one player in the Premier League in bonus point system points. Is Kieran Trippier? He's ahead of Holland. He's ahead of Saka. He's ahead of Watkins. Oh, wow. He has accumulated okay. more bonus point system points than any other player in the Premier League. Only Joachim Anderson has more total bonus points in actual bonus points. Nine. Right. Than Kieran Trippier. I just want to say, like, this is something that has been true of people like Trippier, and it's why it's why players like Trippier, Bruno Fernandez, we've talked about this forever. When they get when they get a return. They almost inevitably get the maximum of bonus points because of all the other things that they're doing throughout the match. Karen Trippier is always, always going to do that. And now that you're in this run of fixture for him, to me, I still think even at, I still think he was your top. I mean, he's your number one scoring defender last season. He's still worth I, even at six point eight. Yeah. I, I still think he's worth it. If you can find your way to do it, I would do it. His only returns are really the last three weeks. So we'll say that's heavily padding sure. his bonus point system as well yeah uh, your point's well taken though he's definitely in prime form and if you're moving to him you probably should have done it already but make room is 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 your is what you're saying that's right the, well i mean that's that is the trick i mean the, the how do you do it is it, he fixture proof that, no i i, I was I'm leaning towards Newcastle no as well. Ha- Newcastle hasn't been. I, I agree. I agree. They, they've they've played well in every match that hasn't had someone that fought back. Uh, yeah. City, Liverpool, Brighton. 
being their their three losses. They've won everything else. Uh, but that's Burnley, Sheffield, Brentford, Villa. Um, as far as fixtures are concerned, they do have uh, another match where they're going to fight back. What uh, uh, they're at West Ham for game week eight. Are you worried about that given the history? I I still think like you're never counting on I I don't know how you're counting on a clean sheet from anyone anyway. Sure. I really don't. So sure. what what were the odds? I would love to go back and look it up because I didn't. What were the clean sheet odds for City playing against Wolves this week? Wolves had three shots. Excellent point. Wolves had three shots. And and you get a, a weird deflection and then you get a hustle play. And you get two goals. By far, far and away, the best defense in the Premier League, Manchester City, conceding the fewest chances, the fewest anything. Are you referring to personnel, or are you actually meaning stats like? I'm saying sheets? just sheer numbers. They're the best. They're the, they've been the best. They still are the best defense in the Premier League, and yet they still the leakiest of leak. They're the best. Okay, so XG conceded okay. from open play. 3.35. Next is Chelsea at 3.72. Arsenal is at 5. So, and Manchester City on an XG of 3.35 has conceded three goals from open play. Like, it's like, and they've, it's, we've talked about this a million times. Like, they do it, they keep doing it. One leaky goal from someone somewhere. Super yeah. annoying. They keep doing As it. an Ederson owner, yeah, super annoying. Of course. And it's been the thing that has been the most annoying about having Ederson. Like, I'm thinking, well, we're not on City yet. Should, are we done with Newcastle? No. Your guys are actually the best for XG and, uh, from set play. Arsenal's that number one. That is shocking, actually. City's uh, fifth. Last thing City's about New, We're not discussing anything with Burnley. Newcastle. What's yeah. left? Trav- he said it. You talked about him. You just said his name two seconds ago. Isak. Yeah. Okay. But he scores a goal. I mean, there's nothing really else to oh, say. What though. kind of goal? It's a penalty know. goal. Was it a, it penalty? Was a penalty? Oh, it goal. was a penalty goal. I. The only reason why I'm bringing it up, like, I'm saying that he's talk about a shocking selection percentage. He sucked twenty point three percent. Now, does that seem high to you? That seems it high does to me. seem high to me because his starts. I mean, his minutes just haven't been there. He he. Pointed the first week, he had a great first week against Villa, but then it's a two-two-two-zero. Last two weeks, of course, he got in on the fun on the eight-nothing thrashing of Sheffield that you guys discussed last week, and then he gets on the score sheet here. It just feels like his minutes aren't consistent, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the dumb one here, and I'm not paying attention. I mean, what he had twenty minutes against Sheffield, he played ninety. He didn't play at all against Brentford. He had 73 against Brighton, Liverpool 71, City 65, and Villa right. 67. So, honestly, so, he's been starting. So, he started most games. The the, the the issue was, where's Callum Wilson fit into this? Right. Yeah. You learned this I mean, game. I would rather have Isak Well, you Wilson. You learned that Callum Wilson is now. Uh, is he a cup guy? No. As Eddie Howell said, a very minor hamstring problem to me, any hamstring problem for Callum Wilson should not be called very minor, just knowing his history. For sure. Uh, and Eddie Howe says, we hope we see him before the break, which to me says he will not be Yeah, there's no the way. Break. Same with Sven Botman. Isak, uh, look, he had six shots this week. He had three big chances, all four shots on target. He was number one in all categories attacking-wise this game wow. week. 
you like the you like the matchup already, uh, and then positionally with no competition. If you knew there was no Callum Wilson for an extended period of time, Estock would be to me. I feel like you would at least have to think of him on the same level. All right, Brian, and o- owed to. Um, but you don't know. But you, I'm saying you don't know how long. You're, you're probably only getting a week of watching now. I mean, of Callum Wilson. Owed so, to the fantasy, fo- the old school Nate Rabbit's fantasy focus. Yeah, it's way back. Uh, let's play a name game. Okay. Again, giving them credit for this. Uh, Ollie Watt, or uh, let's see. Isak is at a 7-5. Yeah. Would you rather have Darwin at 7-4 or Isak? You'd rather have Isak. Okay. Uh, You'd rather even have, though, even I think I'd rather though, have Darwin. With, even though with if Jack you're Poe guaranteed out. Darwin start, if you're guaranteed, what's his name? I think Darwin's going to get starts. minutes now. I think I think Darwin's going to get minutes between Gakpo's injury and Jado's suspension. Okay. So one Darwin, um, what do you say? I, I honestly Darwin think that or Darwin's only suspended for a game. A game. But that one game gives Darwin the ability to lock down that place over Darwin. Uh, over, and then you go uh, into Jada. the international break. Right. So, yeah. But I'm saying I think that's tricky. You're coming back. You're, so it's Brighton this week. You're coming back from international break for the yeah. early match against Everton, which at least you get the Mersey side at home. Sure. I, I honestly However, I think Darwin's I the guy. I'm okay. saying you I don't. Say you I'm would just, rather have Isak. I'm just saying. I'm just saying I think you can. He scored a goal this week. Sure. I just think you can count more on Isak. He's more important to what Newcastle does typically. It's very clear that when there are options, Darwin just becomes one of the options. All right. Would you? There I, are I, no I, options, though. It's my issue. Right, and I I totally agree with that. I'm t- I'm saying this as some like I I'm I cannot tell you how close I was to just saying I'm gonna just jump ahead and just try to get on Darwin. Now I so wanted to last week. I really almost did. I. Totally get. The I mean, they're and really, still, really close on points, and he's right. less really close. And that's, my that's my name game was not over. Okay, Brian, would you rather have Watkins at eight zero or Isak at seven five? Unless it was a money thing, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lean to. Can you not? He okay. has two hundred uh, more minutes played, Watkins. This season the in, in seven thing. match weeks. What was crazy that's was ins- that uh, like easily enough. To, yeah, but to take weeks him. ago it was so funny. They he was not. Travis, do you feel the same way? Hold on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Over Isak. You'd rather absolutely. have Watkins over Isak. Okay. I, I just I, I just, just transferred him in. Would you rather have Alvarez just, or Isak? Just like, but for a minute, look, minute. That's a hard one. On minutes, Ryan. Watkins played the ninety minutes the first week, and then you had three matches in a row where you learn one. You already knew Ollie Watkins was off penalties. Mm. Okay, so what? Lots, lots of guys don't take whatever. But he was subbed out in three consecutive matches. In in two of them, he got returned in weeks two, three, and four. So I'm saying you had a moment there where you're like, not only is Watkins off penalty, but he's he's being sacrificed in the second half of games for some other person, tactically or whatever. Yeah, it was not an injury related substitute. So now then the last three weeks, he plays back of 90 minutes. Hilariously, this week, like he gets his second assist in the 98th minute. Yeah. He's, he's out there as long as he can possibly stand up. Yeah, but you... I, I, I'm just... It's just so a hilarious... I'm that? just saying it's just a hilarious... Who are you taking in that name game? Uh, Watkins or Alvarez? 
You're, you, no, no, you're, it was Isak. It sorry, was I'm Isak. saying for Isak uh, and Al, and Watkins, uh, I'm saying I don't know how you he would say not, Watkins un, unless you don't have the money for yeah, him. yeah. Okay, so you so you so you're on Watkins, and so we're moving to Isak and Alvarez. Isak and Alvarez. This is an interesting one for me because this. Think about it this way. I I know your mind immediately goes to Alvarez, but Alvarez's uh, next fixtures are Arsenal, Brighton, United. I, I Brighton's horrible. Brighton's crap, and United's crap. I, I won't I won't disagree with you, uh, other than the fact that uh, Brighton is a flip of the coin as to whether or not they're going to be crap or unbeatable. Brighton hasn't kept a clean sheet all season. Yeah, but it's not necessarily about the clean sheet so much. And as when it's they about, lose. When they lose, they lose spectacularly. by multiple goals. Yeah. That is true. That is so, true. I feel like City's going to come in and they're going to lose spectacularly. So, so we've already talked about the fixtures for for Villa, Wolves, West Ham, Luton, Nottingham, Nottingham Forest, Fulham, Luton at home, Fulham at home being two of those those prime matches. Yeah, like come on, like that is it. That is a very hard one. The only thing that's hanging me up again goes back to money, wherein. Alvarez is cheaper, and that might give him the edge. I to me, I think you've gone. People have gone so far off the rails. There, there are people publicizing their no Holland drafts that have Ollie Watkins instead of Holland. Not just not not just no Alvarez, no Holland, yeah. and making Ollie Watkins the substitute. All I can think is you're looking at the matchup rating. And you're making the decision like, well, look, the matchups are bad for Holland, bad on paper for Holland, and they're great for Ollie Watkins because look how green they are. I mean, that's it's not just the people making the decision of whether or not. Watkins that's how I make my Albert. decisions based on those colors. I find I see, them to be very accurate. I see green, and I I start getting the itchy trigger, trigger finger. All right, I, I'm I unless you are wild carding, and you want to, you can. And you're going to keep Holland. If you were going to do Holland and Watkins, and you are currently on Holland and Alvarez, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. All um, right. Next match: Arsenal four, Bournemouth nothing. Why didn't you ask me? Why didn't you ask me? Ollie Watkins or Dominic Calvert-Lewin? Who? <laughs> That's a joke. Zora. That was my next one. It's not. It's because he's not worth talking about. Yet. Yeah, yeah. No, not. What what he scored what? a goal. We haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah, we'll one get there. game. We'll get there. Okay. Arsenal four, Bournemouth zero. Goals from Saka, Odegaard, Havertz, ah. Ben White. It's Elliot's a penalty ben goal White. doesn't count. Hey, t- tell us about your penalty taking situation. Just, what is going talk, on just, with just that? Talk us through that, All Dave. Right. You guys want to hear this? This is amazing. Yeah, we, absolutely. I want to hear right. what you think is happening. So number sure. one. My ride in this game, because this is all about me, is my plan over the, like, three weeks ago to get Sala in, I was eventually going to move Odegaard out on the final move and bring Sala in, but I, and, and I took sold Vissa, brought in Archer to make some money, and so that was going to be my move this week. Well, of course, now Sokka's like, is he going to play? Brian and I are talking about it. Like, is, he's good. Brian calls me up. He's like, he's like, Dave, is he training? And I'm like, there's no pictures of him training even a day before the match. So, what? of course, Brian, you know what happens. Well, then you see the see the picture of him. You see the picture of him on the – he actually traveled with the team. 
So there's that. Yeah. So you knew for, you know, for you, sure. So you find out on he, Friday that he travels. He doesn't so then, train all week. He then travels on Friday, and of course he starts and plays, and he scores in the 17th minute because that's just the the league that then the world that we live in. So, anyways, as a fantasy owner, I sold instead of Odegaard this week. I said because they're he and uh, Odegaard and Saka are about the same price. I just like well, I'll just sell Saka this week to bring in Salah. I'll keep Odegaard. And then if I really want to move to Saka the final the next week, I can just free that can be my one free transfer. So I did that. And of course Saka starts. And of course, 17 minutes in, I'm like, of course he scores because I sold him. Yeah. So then a yep. penalty comes up and Saka's got the ball in his hand. And I'm thinking, I mean, I'm now just feeling like this, how could this get much worse fantasy wise decision? <laughs> Of course, I sell the. That was never yeah. in my plan, but he gets a little nick and a little niggle, and mm-hmm. then he, he gets a triangle, and you're like, oh, what do I do? He doesn't train all week, and I sell him anyway. So of course, he has the ball in his hands, and then right before he kicks it, he gives the ball to Odegaard, and I'm like, what a stroke of luck for me! Yeah. <laughs> and so Odegaard then kicks in, which I this is not the first it. time. They right. have they have rotated before, right. penalties. He and Odegaard this season. Arteta on record saying it was their decision on the pitch. I kind of made fun of that, thinking that there's no way that that was actually their decision on the pitch. And now that I've seen it twice, I'm thinking maybe Arteta's right. Maybe he actually does leave it up to Odegaard on the pitch. So then, Brian, they get a third penalty, and and they all decide collectively, hey, Kai's Kai's in a bad spot here. <laughs> Kai's Kai's going a little too. He's he's going a little too far down into the Richarlison dump. We got to get this guy back up again. Let's let's hope this guy up. That is exactly we can't exactly this, guy, this guy's holding it down like a like a <laughs> like the rocks course, yes. in 127 hours, and the guy's arm Kai's arm is is being held down like two giant rocks, and he's about to cut his own arm yes. off with a. With a pocket knife. We got to get this guy out of here. We got to get this guy a goal. He can't be holding it down like that. What's amazing is this. So you're already up 2 0. You you're get gifted. Now. You haven't scored. What other things hold things down? Don't worry. I'll be thinking of it the rest of the time. So what's crazy is so I'm watching this happen. I'm like, okay, this is actually like this is showing whether you guys want to mock it or not, the, the team spirit of the in the Arsenal clubhouse. Like, we all know our guy needs something. Uh, he's training in practice. He continues to start. Uh, manager trusts him. He he needs to get off the schneid. He needs a little bit of luck. And so they they give him the the penalty. And so as I'm seeing him line it up, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, if he misses this, this is soul crushing. If he yeah. somehow misses this, <laughs> he this needs is to retire now. now. Wicked so like if you're in a goal scoring situation, oftentimes it happens so fast you don't have time to think about it. Oh, buddy, you got time to think about this. Especially Odegaard already scored one. Everyone knows why they just gave you the ball. So people want to say, "Oh, you're up to nothing. No pressure." Ah, uh, there was pressure riding on that because I'm feeling it for him. I'm thinking, "Holy crap! If he misses, Travis, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be holy crap." Yeah. I mean, so this was a absolute yeah. all or nothing him move. To miss it. He was he was going to he's going with Jaden Sancho to the Alps to go. Absolutely, think about no, you're right, you're right. Anyways, you know what? Havers, have, to his credit, he steps up with all the pressure and buries it. 
so that that's a good thing, and you're right. I, I th- that'll be his last penalty of the year, and it's going to be coin flip, I guess. Saka and Odegaard, whoever takes it, whoever's feeling it, I don't know. Yeah, I or, tell you, or I tell you I, what, to me, I, it's going to keep the goalkeepers guessing. My feeling is that Maybe. in anything that matters, Saka's taken. Anytime there's a variable where it where it may or may not matter, Odegaard or, they, or they've it. got some they've got some lower pressure, they have some flexibility to do things. That, that, that it's they... funny. I actually would think it was the opposite. Oh, really? There's a part of me that I I respect I respect what you're saying. But I think you don't think Saka is first choice, and when it counts, they're going to say that Saka is going to step up and he's going to no, do it. You're, you're probably right. And you're then probably if, right. say say you're up. Already up a goal, and you feel like you're cruising. They draw a penalty, and so it's like then it's probably more like a coin flip. Saka might say, oh, "You know what? Go bury one. We we need you in the goals too." Yeah, and no, then it, and then like this, where you're up, you're up two nil, and you're, you're like, really cruising. Hey, let's get Havertz, and you're here. like, you know, because look, they could have given it to Jesus. I was wondering about. I was right? going to ask you about Jesus. So they easily could have. In fact, there's a part of me that thought, "Oh man, they they might if if no one's stepping up yet." I think when they were deciding on, on when Odegaard was trying to figure out who we're going to go with, I think Jesus's name was absolutely mentioned in there. And then and then I wonder if Jesus didn't go, no, 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 it needs to be Kyle. When is Jesus going to start again? He started this past week. I thought Nketiah He did. So did Jesus. Oh, they started together. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention. To well, Trostard and Martinelli oh, true. Both are out. both out, yeah. right? So you're you're – they're sort of in Liverpool land with how Darwin gets a start, right? Remember I mean, how good Martinelli was there for a while? Yeah. He's still... He's still I good. wrote him all through that right. season. Uh, Look, so, let's, let's move Saka, on quickly from Saka's this. Saka's still the third... He's third most out, uh, most transferred out for midfielders. Uh, he trained, despite limping off in this match, too. Arteta talked about he got kicked. It was definitely a kick or a stamp, I think he okay. talked about this week. So and he's already trained. So so I look I, to, I, to I, me I City. He's got to be there for City, right? He's, oh, one hundred. Yeah, for sure. So, so he's but Saka's the he's that like the fake and he's like the human version of the fake and injury to your leg and then twerk. Yeah, like that to me is like if they're gonna do this all the time. He's always gonna look like he's he's a little he's a bit gimpy. Look, he's well, in some discomfort. You I, better be careful. I'm with about our, to tell you something. That, guy, and then he's gonna. gonna going to play every yes. single time so that what people don't realize is i think Saka's in in the process of literally setting an arsenal record of, of consecutive starts so uh. so i don't see him not starting unless it's a really significant injury and i don't think that's coming so right. i just wanted to throw that out there i don't anything think there's anything else? else we learned from this match yeah was say anything else we're I mean, talking about there's nothing in board you going to ben white you're gonna buy ben white so i Look, I'll say this. I don't know why. Well, actually, this is my opinion. I do know why. Arsenal this season has been really good away from home. They're clean. They've gotten all their clean sheets away from home. Mm. And uh, the reason why is because when, when they go to someone else's house, the crowd pushes on the other team, and teams don't sit back on them. They play a little bit more on the front foot, therefore playing into Arsenal's hands. When people go to Arsenal, they want to back it up a little bit, They want to and they want to pack it in a little bit, and then – you know, they eventually actually are the ones that catch Arsenal on the counter. But when, when Arsenal goes to people's places, they're getting clean sheets. And I would just say, hey, look at the schedule. When Arsenal's playing away, feel free to then play your Arsenal defenders. And when they're playing at home, I would bench them. You can, I mean, any genius can look at this and go, oh, they played home to Tottenham. Saliba got one point. 
Uh, oh, they played home to United. Saliba got two points. Home to Fulham, they got Saliba got one point. But we go to the away matches, and oh, there's eight, there's a six, there's another six. I'm just telling you, it's just it's just bizarre. The they played home to Forest, and the first week, well, Saliba got an assist, so it doesn't count. But anyways, right. we've said I think from the beginning. You of asked the about season, Ben White. I'm just saying from the beginning of the season, we said that extra point five. It hasn't mattered. It was the reason why everybody went for Gabriel or Saliba instead of Ben White to start the season. Didn't matter as the season rolled on. Like to me, I said a few weeks ago, Zinchenko would have been the guy I went for a while ago. I would still still think I would might prioritize Zinchenko based on the price of all of those guys and where he's playing and what he's doing. But look, Ben White's five and a half, and I think that by itself, look, he's only nine point nine percent selection. I don't imagine it's going to go up that it's, much. It's higher. gotten up to ten. I got well, 10 on my screen. And either way, it's going to, I mean, it feels like it's going to stay low just because that extra, that extra money, you're probably, you know, going to, are you going to find the money uh, for Trippier or are you going to try to find the money for Ben White? You know what I mean? You buying Matty Cash, you buying Ben White. Ben White's not going to score goals. He scored a goal last season. Yeah. Right. He's, right. That's big, that was no, the I thing agree. about him. I agree. Like, he doesn't score goals. No. He is very far forward, though. He comes down that wing on the right. He's also lot. indispensable. I'm surprised he doesn't get more assists. He's not really crossing a ton, but he is. Yeah. He does get up very far, and he's one of those guys that will never like. He 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 plays in the cup matches. He played in the cup match. He's like the fittest guy at Arsenal. Interesting. Like he's he's one. He's like the guy. He's got guy. the best tan too. He, well, he, he falls, I think I've discussed this, he falls into the same category as Donald Trump with the orange, the weird orange color. It's like they got their own skin color. My point being is Ben White, I think, honestly, is one of the most trusted. When, when Arteta looks at a team sheet, Ben White is like the first guy on it. And it, it's been a history of that ever since he got to the club. He's ninth, tied with Luca Dean and Emerson from West Ham. Touches in the... In the box. box, I agree. No, no. Listen, so I'm not. He's at least cracking your. T- he's at least cracking the top ten. I mean, he's not doing what he's like. You know, Estupinian, Chilwell, Matty Cash, Doggy, Duncan Tarkowski. Those guys. Those. Those are the guys that are ahead of him. But he's still up there. He's up higher than I would have guessed. Okay, fair enough. So, what, that's what I'm saying. I just what I'm saying also for him is I just don't think you're you're not counting on him to do much. He's created five chances. I mean, agree. No, a, no. Anybody, anybody's created again. Everybody has. Therefore, own games. own a cheaper defender if for Arsenal if you want to, and then play them on away matches. That's my advice. Manchester City one, Wolves two. Wow, shock of the weekend for me, Brian. You said last week you were you were praising Pedro Neto. Yeah. And what's this guy got to do? And you said last week. I like him, but what's he going to do? Score on City? Yeah, I, I mean, and then he does it. Well, he got an assist. but still. I know, I know. He got a deflection off of Ruben Diaz. Yes, what he got. but he made it happen. But he made it happen, and the run that got him to that position to make that happen Good is point. the very typical Pedro Neto, yep. and we said it a million times. It's a 70% chance right now of a goal for Wolves involving Pedro Neto. Yeah. His, his price went up. I said last week I had gotten yep. priced out of the move that I yep. wanted when he went from 5.5 to 5.6. Now Otherwise, you're doubly priced other, out. Well, 
the guy I went to got me something. So the guy I brought in was another person I talked about last week. He did get something for me. He outscored Mo Salah this week too, which is hilarious to me. But uh, but no, I Pedro Neto now now that that's over with, like, what are you afraid of with Brian, the Wolves here? Brian, from match week two, Pedro Neto scores seven, ten, five, nine, four. Okay, so that's match week three through current. Seven, yep. ten, five, nine, and he's four. Gotten there. He keeps getting something. Yeah. Travis, would you rather have Pedro Neto or Brian Embuemo? Uh, at this moment, that's what I, that's what I mean at this moment, not at any other point in the season at this moment, who would you rather own? Not five years Neto ago or I, Embuemo. and not in 2049. I, <laughs> I still think in Buemo. Okay. okay. Brian. I mean, I, 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 I want Neto, but I understand the, I understand the question. My, my case, does my not case. have those types of recency numbers. In but fact, I think they're the exact you're, you're exactly opposite. You're exactly right. But I will say, Embuemo's matchups are United, Burnley, Chelsea, all not not doing great. The good thing about Chelsea's United and Chelsea... coming off a 2 nothing defeat against Fulham. The, the, the biggest thing about United and Chelsea are they, they want to play, which for Brentford, that helps them. They, like, if they're able to counter yeah they are more dangerous i agree with that so i think matchups for embuemo against united and chelsea are actually quite good uh, and i think they'll probably out muscle burnley but who the heck knows truthfully um especially given their their record uh or their their match against Nottingham force which we haven't talked about this week um but all that to say i i i think that i i i don't i don't love that i just said that but i think embuemo is my answer Brentford, Brian. Brentford's in a bad way right now. I agree. They did get a bit jobbed here. Speaking of play, teams getting jobbed, I think there was probably a uh, uh, uh Was it Wissa? I think Wissa. I think I think Wissa got kicked. Going Wissa, to, I think Wissa. he got kicked by the. I think he got kicked by the by yeah, Matty Turner. It was unclear what was go, what was going on there. But yeah, it really did look like Turner. Gave Fouled him the business. Cleared him out. Probably yeah. should have been. Brentford out. lost midweek to Arsenal in a really good match in the, the Carabao Cup. Not that it, anyone cares about that. I thought maybe they'd come out with a little a little spunk uh this this past week and and um and they kinda did, but they, they drew against Forrest. That's what I mean. So you know? we've kind of said that. I I feel like it's All still right. true. Nottingham Forest is not a pushover team. I know they're green on the matchup radar, but they, they're and they're trying home. and they're and they're and they know what they're doing. I think that's the big difference with a lot of teams this right. season is do they know what they're doing or not? And Nottingham Forest knows what they're doing. Getting back to Embuemo or Neto, remember we're on Wolves City. I I, I took us off Wolf, the rails here. Wolves are not. They're just not. Are a, they just, though? I don't think they are. I I don't think they don't. They're, they're not really a very. Brentford's in, in greater than Wolves, right? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Hypothetically. Yeah. Okay, so Embuemo greater than Neto, even though Neto has been on freaking fire. And yeah, they're they're even on points. So. We talked about it last week. Just the drop off, the drop off in yeah. performance for for Brian Embuemo from the first, you know, the weeks where he's crushing compared to, you know, the last three weeks. And this is another week where, you know, you're leading sh- the 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 guy who's taken the most shots 
against Nottingham Forest this week. Of course, Christian Norgard from Brentford. Your second most shots for Brentford this week, of course, it's Neil Mope. So, Embuemo and Ethan Pinnock and Wissa each take two shots. Like, this is another Ethan week. Ethan Pinnock took, took two shots? Pinnock gets your shot. It's never oh good gosh. when your forwards take the same number Look, of shots Pinnock, as your fullbacks. Pinnock's going to do that, though. And so, I'm not, it's not about Pinnock. It's, it's more about what you expect from someone like Embuemo. And this is, again, it's another week where he's not really getting in the positions to do anything. Zero shots on target of his two shots. So, like, All right, again, so, I, what I'm saying so is, Embuemo like, or Neto? I'm saying, like, right now, Neto's getting it done week in, week out, regardless of what Wolves look like, regardless of what's happening. Yes. And Embuemo has had now, this is four weeks of a drop-off, and Agreed. they're heading into a, on paper, a much tougher schedule Agreed. than what Wolves are about. For me, I still, like, I I should have just done what I said weeks ago and just picked Get the guy. Yeah. You should, and it, instead, you wanted to keep Sterling. Do I you, don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Do you guys think that Brentford's... Uh, oh, we're not on Brentford. No, we're still on Wolves City. Let's get to City. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Stick with Wolves City. I got to look. Anyway, we will... Okay. Glasses come, are coming off here. My, my rec specs so I can see my phone, for heaven's sakes. What's going on with me? Am I 60? What was your final score prediction for Wolves and City? Three, uh, three nil city. Oh, at least two. Be. Okay. Right. Yeah. Two nil. So, I mean, completely unexpected. Right. And, but look, here's the deal, Brian. And I say that, and then I'm going to follow it with this. I think we screwed up and, and we alluded to it. Cause I went back to listen to three pods ago when Rodri got that red card. Yeah. I have, after seeing what happened to city this past week, they lose midweek at Newcastle in the Carabao cup. Then they they lose on the weekend three days later to Wolves. My point being, Rodri Brian absolutely, I think, is the most indispensable player on Wolves. I mean, on Wolves, on City, especially if John Stones is is not available. The only person that, that can fill the Rodri role is Stones, and Stones is always hurt. Rodri is out because of that red card. He's not going to be there this weekend against Arsenal. Peps, I mean, he tried to fill in with with other Kovacic and and, and whoever else to try to fill that role. Hey, no was, one, uh, no one can do it. No it one was, can do uh, it but Rodri. Well, yeah, Oscar Bob got in there, but it was uh, but Calvin Phillips got in there. And you know to what take he some did? Bad shots. Yeah, he did nothing. Right. It is a Rodri role. And and Pep's probably pretty nervous and frustrated because he's lost two in a row. When does City lose two in a row? Not very why, often. Why was he not on the touchline or on the bench? Suspended. He's he got a red card. Mouthy. He got a straight red. I missed. I missed that. He got a straight red Shoot. in in a game a few a few games ago, and he well I mean this is not hard to find. I can. It look affects this up. them. I guess that uh, on top of Rodri not being down there, him not being on the pitch has always has always hurt them. So, so interesting. Uh, something that's worth talking about as far as fixtures. I mean, we you know, we didn't really talk. There are some other teams. I probably should have talked a little bit more about who they're playing. Uh, but we, we can still do that. We could do a rundown. Of, uh, but just like I said, there's plenty of discussion about what to do with to Alvarez and Holland. Oh, that's that's your question. You know, so many people have Alvarez. Everyone's got Holland. 
Holland's currently probably, you know, he, he might, who knows the number of people that are, that are ditching him. He might be on pace to actually drop in price. They play Arsenal, Brighton, Manchester United, Bournemouth, and Chelsea. That's your next five for Manchester. According to, and thanks is courtesy of Andy, uh, at let's talk FPL on X, formerly Twitter, uh, Holland, Holland has scored four goals. He scored four goals last season against City's next seven opponents. Okay. So last year against interesting. the Arsenal, a goal. Brighton, he scored twice. Play Manchester United, he blanked against United last year. Uh, he got an assist and they played Bournemouth. He got an assist against Bournemouth. Blanked against Chelsea, didn't play. Uh, he wasn't available for Liverpool at least one, maybe yeah, both. I think so. And then Tottenham, he scored one. So Andy's point is just to say, hey, based on last season's fixtures, Holland, you know, this is what Holland did. I'm not making an argument about whether to keep or sell. Okay. People are selling. I, Dave, you think that's stupid. Stupid. Go ahead. Do you think it's stupid? What are you going to buy? I guess it's my You're question. You're buying Ollie Watkins. I'm not kidding. Ollie Watkins is, is breaking people's brains. Because like of this score, 23. 23 points is breaking people's brains. It is absolute yeah, is foolishness. Odd. In Look, fairness, like, you want to play the last season game, Holland scored four goals against Wolves last season. So you wanted to look ahead to what Holland was going to do Against in the Wolves game, you right. want to use last season's results, right. and you're expecting a quarter pounder. I, a guy managed one shot against Wolves, right? In yeah. this game, right? Listen, so, this is all. It, this all comes down to Rodri. You want to sell him for one week? Sell him for one week because he won't be there for the Arsenal match. But for and I'm meaning Rodri. But after that, forget about it, man. It's the one guy who can literally score six goals in a match in the freaking league. Salah used to be that guy, and he hasn't scored yeah, a double I, I in a long I time. I don't know that he is that yeah. guy anymore. He Salah hasn't like scored a I, I double in that. a long time. He used to have, you know, look, I've, I've long time. I've said this for forever in the pod. There's usually about three or four guys in the league who have hat trick ability. Yes, Watkins just got one. It's the first one that I know that I can remember in a long time. So, Holland, Salah, Kane's gone. No one on Arsenal's ever gotten a hat trick. No one on Spurs, maybe Son, if he subs in in the ninety in the sixtieth minute, he can score a hat trick. <laughs> is Lester still in the league? And so my point being is like, I think it is crazy town to go away from Holland as a captain. But I hope people do it. Can I give go you ahead. a number? I'll this continue is, uh, to captain him if he's playing. I will continue to again. Credit him. to Alex, uh, Alex MFC on X. Uh, Holland versus the top six, big six clubs last. And by the way, because they're about it, they're going on a run here where they're playing many of those teams. Uh, Arsenal, uh, last season, uh, Erling Holland, two goals and two assists, average okay. 10, yep. 10 points per game against yeah. Arsenal. Last so, sounds, sounds about right. Against Chelsea, he played 106 total minutes. So you look at it and you say, like, oh, he didn't score against Chelsea played 106 minutes uh he came on late it was a match in may city had already clinched the title okay so 
one of those skewed games, numbers. There. One of those games is you have to take that into consideration. Against Liverpool last year, didn't play. He was unavailable. Uh, no, uh, had a groin strain in April, so wasn't didn't even play one of the games. Liverpool, Manchester United. He scored three goals and had two assists. I think you remember one of those games where he just was crushed. And then against Spurs, he scored a goal, played 179 minutes. So Spurs, I mean, well, look, Spurs, they've done Spurs that. always Spurs, plays Spurs City tough for whatever City's reason. Number in a, in a lot of matches. So basically just to say, don't look at the matchups and say, oh, well, they've got the part of the schedule on paper. Holland, and he didn't do anything against those teams last season. It's not necessarily true. You can't look at last season's numbers really at all without factoring in some of these other things. That's all I have. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, the only other guy that I think, look, I test for me, it's Doku again. The guy is ridiculous. It's the end product that's not quite there yet. Uh, Doku's again uh, six shots. I think he was. I think he uh, was probably the most popular number of shots for your leading shooters this week. Yeah, six shots for Doku. Um, uh, also led the team uh, in with four chances created against Wolves. So Doku is getting in all of the positions. To me, you want a reason why, like how many penalties has Holland taken here lately? Doesn't feel like many. Not many. They haven't gotten many either. Exactly. This is the guy who's drawn, who's going to draw your penalty. Not... Grish, because Grish can't get in the Grealish can't get back in the lineup. I know he was injured. And where's fall down, Phil? What's he doing? Phil had one cleared off the line here. Uh, yeah. Phil was real close. Oh, here we go, real close. We talked Phil. about Phil last week. I know you did, and I was mocking it the whole time. You fall down, <laughs> Phil. Here we go. Fall down, Phil. Phil actually got something last week. Cleared off the line, Phil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, like I like to say, even that blind squirrel will find. Anger. Uh, just again, just going back to Alex, he he talked about Doku. Okay. Just said, talked about Pep specifically discussing performance when he asked about Doku and Grealish competing for that spot, and Doku's performances have been outstanding. Doku hasn't done anything. Okay. And, Are you going and to him? Specifically, the Grealish, like the, the way he talked about it, Grealish is a tempo setter. He's a game killer. Okay. And Doku is clearly more dynamic than Grealish in in all attacking facts. Okay. If he might change his mind and he might change the way, because like you said, no Rodri, maybe they want to do that more mm-hmm. this, against Arsenal. Maybe they don't want the maybe they don't want the forward for like the, the front foot kind of thing here against Arsenal and do want a little bit more control. I don't think Pep's to... ever done that in his entire career. No, no that's what I mean. I, I know, but on... like he and Arteta, I don't know. He might be like, well, Mikel's going to know I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do this. I mean, I, I don't know how that stuff works. Or right. Arteta just goes, we know that we're going to do this and we're going to do it well, and we're just going to do what we do better than what you do. So we're, we're going to be. Yeah, you. that's typically how they run at it, though, is ultimately – Trusting their personnel to do what they train them to do. All right. Gentlemen, anything else in this match? I don't think so, right? Don't own a city defender and don't have Ederson. I know. I own Ederson, and I'm I'm regretting it. I need Leno. Yeah. I I, I mean, somehow Fulham, how is Leno the number one goalkeeper still? We talked about that last week, too. I know you did. I know you did, and that's why I'm bringing it up. And he's still there. 
Yeah. Yeah. What happened today? Well, he got scored on. Yeah, twice against the worst under underperforming attack in the league. This is facts. Absolute facts. Look, I'm gonna bring this up. I'm gonna mention three matches because I know we're long here and very. We need we need to wrap this up. So this is gonna. We be should talk about points. that. <laughs> That red card decision in Liverpool. <laughs> right, for sure. Let's call All Scott. Right, look, Where's he at? Chelsea 2, Fulham 0. Forest 1, Brentford 1. I, I think we've already covered some of Brentford and Forest. West Ham 2, Sheffield 0. Everton 1, Luton 2. That kind of does a little little yeah, Premier League roundup right there. nothing I, really to look, talk about. I, there. I do like Bowen. Bowen scored again, Brian. We can Man, touch on I that. I love Jared Bowen. I agree completely. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to figure out a way. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you would rather have Sterling over Bowen, but, you know, whatever. No. Because uh, no. Sterling got so many minutes today right when he played because he didn't start. But I it just. didn't help him. So Sterling was Sterling was, was he dealing Ill? with an illness. Okay. Yes. Yeah, right, so otherwise, enough. Sterling right. would have not only started today. The, two the, guys plan like- was, the plan was for Sterling to, to play as the, their number nine. The, I, the, like you saw what the I, look yeah. if if uh if Broya's getting into the positions he was getting in in that spot Sterling can do the same thing yeah but Broya can actually finish and Sterling can't Broya got a lucky rebound of deflection off of his shin that happened to go straight into the goal and that's how Broya scored his goal today as lucky as Broya is Sterling he is, is that un- unlucky. unlucky yeah Thank for you. sure so, no okay. I, 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 that's fair right um, I'm not I look the part of the reason for me, even from anybody who kept Sterling, it was a it was a lot this match, and then of it was course, these numbers, this defense, Ill. yeah, of course, dealing with an illness this wicked week. annoying. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's unfortunate. It's sunk cost. Mudrick gets off the gets off the snide. Gets you're not a doing goal. Any, you're not doing anything. Not doing about anything it. with that. I, I looked at the Forest score. I'm like, oh, it's not Taiwu, so I don't care. Colwell is the is. Colwell is interesting. I will say a, that Colwell's not a crazy. No, you're right. Crazy idea. I, I would. He he seems to be getting involved in way more than you think. His only He's problem is there's forward, no one in yeah. front of him that can actually score. So you like Chelsea for one more week. Uh, you know, at, at Burnley. You know, Burnley. Uh, going into the international break, like if you don't have any other fires to put out. I don't mind. Including Chilwell, I do not mind holding it because for this exact reason, are you really going to go from Sterling to Bowen with Bowen heading to Newcastle? Like, are you doing that? Like, I, I don't think I think West Ham will be fine at Newcastle. I really do. They're going to be. I'm not I, saying I, they're I, not I competitive. Think, like, they can't get I, anything. Why, why are we treating them like like Newcastle's just been this fortress this year? Well, they they've been one of the lowest. The same thing. Like it just well, doesn't feel like anyone fears going to James St. James Park this year. It's just that they defensively they are one of the better they are one of the better defense. So yeah, they've they've conceded. But all right. They're not like they're not a bot it's not like they're some bottom defense. They're top five defense. They're as good as they're as good of a defense as anyone is going to face. Everton won, Luton two Dominic Calvert-Lewin gets off the snide. And then uh, the, the double match week, Darling, Morris. Why can't I say schneid? What is, is that? Bad? Where did that come from? Know? What is that? I've never Everybody, heard that before in my life. Berman, Berman do that? Don't you get off a of schneid? Everyone gets off a of schneid. What is that? 
Schneid, I think, is the is when you help me here. I don't well, the Schneid know. is when you're held down, <laughs> and so you don't want to be held down. Like you're you're holding it down in terms of your scoring, <laughs> the way like uh, you ever go into the ocean and the 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 air bubble comes up and you got to hold it down because you don't want it to look like your shorts all blown up That's weird. The you got to hold it down. That's the Schneid. You want to get off the Schneid. <sighs> you don't want to be holding it down. You want it to be coming up. Everyone's double match week, darling. Carl, is it Carlton Morris? It sure is Carlton Morris. Oh, Carlton, gets gets oh, something Lord. here. No oh. one, no one deserves more this than, week than Carlton Morris. Than people who captained Carlton Morris wow. over Holland on a double match week. More than Good people who held on to Ollie Watkins. Yeah. More than people who did whatever. I don't care what the other move is. It's and they still got to play tomorrow. If you put the captain on Carlton Morris this week instead of Erling Holland. Yeah. Then I, I, I wish we had something to send you. For sure. We'll For get sure. some merchandise one of these days. There is no doubt about it. Uh gentlemen, is there anything else in those matches? I just don't feel like there's there's hardly anything in those matches that needs to be discussed. And I could be wrong. There absolutely could be. Uh, if not, speak now or forever hold your peace before I move to close this pot out. I think uh, Luton Burnley tomorrow is going to be a barnstormer. To uh, you know what I'm, you know what I'm genuinely rooting for, because I'm at first I'm going to change no, my, no. I'm going to change my team. No, I'm going to change my team name officially to Well That Sucked. Uh, <laughs> now outside the top three million, uh, by the way, um, I want a Kabore red card because I want a straight red for punching a Burnley player. Right after he get uh, the, right after an own goal, I want it to like I want this to be absolutely yeah whatever the worst whatever the so worst thing that can happen hateful. is that's what I'm actively rooting for. Might as well pile it on. I'm held down now. I want to be held down further. What? I brought in Kabore. That was he, uh, okay. he's, he's been dark all all night. I've, I brought Kabore in. Okay, that was one of my moves to make up some money. To get to Salah, and you don't want him. You just no, want I want him to, to do horrible. Okay. You know it's a doomed week when the correct double game week player to bring in was Alfie Doty from wow. Luton. That's that's how you that's, know that's impossible. Yeah, you sh- that's who you should have brought in. Whoever you brought in, you should have brought in Doty. All right, why? Because he got like a a clean sheet and assist. No, he's uh, uh, he, he got score. an assist. I think he got nine points. Still has the match to play here. Uh, he's your number one. He's tied for first for chances created this week. Alfie Doty. Amazing. All right. Yeah, Dave, there is. There is. First of all, uh, look, Dominic Calvert-Lewin played 90 minutes. Who cares? I'm saying. He plays look, for a shit team? No, listen. You want to talk about schedule? You got to talk about Everton. It's not terrible. They got Bournemouth. He look, plays for Everton. He's back. He scored a goal. If Ducore could if Ducore right. could sort his yeah, feet, that is, it's a Ducore goal. However, who also Duc- played well? Yeah, just he's playing for a relegated Everton. Maybe. Bournemouth, Liverpool, West Ham, Brighton, Crystal Palace. It's not the worst. Like again, on paper matchups here, and Calvert Lewin's their guy. Calvert Lewin's your penalty taker. Calvert Lewin is like the thing that has held him back all along is fitness. And no, but there's no one behind him. That's what's holding him down. Is the rest of his team? Dwight McNeil. Is gonna bring him up. It's not gonna bring him. I just think it's not. Look, it's not insane. It's worth mentioning, but you're not going to him. 
No, he won't I, even go to Neto. I mean, I, yeah, if I'm not going to bring in a guy I actually care about. All right. To listen, West Ham, Dave, look, Jared Bowen, I know. awesome game, great choice. I already got Ward Prowse. To me, still not clear cut over James Ward Prowse, even if you have the money. Really? Since game week two, since James Ward Prowse has come in, points. Bowen, 39, Ward Prowse, 35. And that's after Bowen gets a return here with bonus points. And James Ward-Prowse gets you neither a goal or an assist, but got you a bonus point. Wow. Ward-Prowse is only four points behind Jared Bowen. As good as Jared Bowen has been this season, Ward-Prowse is right Ward Prowse has had four points fewer than, James, than Jared Bowen since game week two. Bowen is doing all of the attacking things more than James Ward-Prowse, just like you'd expect. He's ahead of him in shots, ahead of him in shots on target. But the gap's not that gigantic. It's shots, Bowen 16, Ward-Prowse 8. It's on-target shots, Bowen 9, Ward-Prowse 6. So it's not like... It's not crazy. Right, it's not like a, this massive gap. Big chances, yeah, Bowen 7, Ward-Prowse 2. And Bowen's way more in the box, all those things, exactly what you'd expect. But it, but the, it skews the other way creatively. Bowen or Ward-Prowse, 14 chances created. Bowen, I'm surprised. Bowen's created two chances that's since it? game week two. That's what I said. I would have thought that's I would have thought way higher wow. for Bowen. And look, go, to go back to the bonus point point, James Ward Prowse is tied for third overall since game week two in the in bonus point system scoring. So again, Ward Prowse is one of those guys, like this week, because of everything that he's doing. Even in a match where he doesn't get a goal or an assist, Still got a he point. finishes with a four because he got a bonus point. Yeah. So, like, to me, like, I I don't know, man. I He's got six, again, this week, six chances created. He's tied for first. Like, no one's, Alfie Doty. Got six. <laughs> but James Ward-Prowse, mm-hmm. your, he's your top creative player in a single game this game week. And keep saying it. They're West Ham's competent team i'm more inclined to pull a son madison with bowen and ward prowse than i am to just choose bowen you know mm-hmm. what i does, does that make sense yeah that's like interesting. i almost like that idea of having the two of them after newcastle like dave if you think newcastle's not all that and you think you're i mean you're gonna play ward prowse, yeah so i mean they can do it more Prowse is going to hit a you banger. Don't, you don't think Antonio... He's got a free kick in him. Who's Mikel Antonio scared of? Well, he talked crap on Liverpool, and Liverpool dunked on him. Well, but he but he's still talking crap on Liverpool. Well, I mean, he, he was... He, who's he, he scared of? Brian, he wasn't scared. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Last chance. Vladimir, <laughs> Vladimir Sufal. I know. I love that guy. Look. He's the guy that takes the bus to work. Got an assist in oh, this match. Brings a lunch pail. Get you a 12. He's 4.5. I would love to see him succeed. He's 1.1% selected. Is he now healthy and going to be playing? Assists in three straight matches. Holy. So he's gotten you assists in three straight weeks. That's worth mentioning. He has played 90 minutes in every match this season so far, except for 86 minutes against City. And you're not, you weren't. Cash. You're, not, you're not counting that. Well, no, you're buying cash. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, this is something to fall. Like, you're, you're not over, like, don't overlook to fall. He's sixth overall for chances Sufal created. Sufal or Estupinion? Right now? Right this very second. That's, well, I'm not asking about 2025. <laughs> Look, 
West Ham's got Newcastle this week. Then they're at Aston Villa. They follow up Aston Villa with Everton, Brentford, Nottingham Forest. Look, you have Areola. So you have a, a ton of people do. This week, if you played Areola over pick a, pick a goalkeeper, you're happy. Because Areola got a clean sheet. So they are organized. They know what they're doing. Again, like he's 4.5 playing for a competent team and he's playing 90 minutes every game. Like don't, don't throw to foul out. I think it's definitely, like, he doesn't shoot. He's attempted zero shots this season. I'm just saying like for stability, he's tied with, I know Trent hasn't played a lot, but he's tied with Trent for chances created right this second. Yeah. So I'm just saying Stu Falls not, it's not a, a bad show. Not a terrible idea. Uh, I wish we could talk about Joachim Anderson, but he kind of speaks for himself. He's their number one scoring I defender. I know, and it's Joachim Anderson wild. is number one in defender scoring. What's his price? Four point four seven. Him or a Stupignon? I mean, right, uh, you, right now you have to pick. I know. I'm it, saying you got. I'm saying you got to joke because there. everything about him, everything about Stupignon. Did you is see Anderson's goal? Yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, exactly. So he's got seven shots this season. He's fourth overall, tied for fourth for defenders for shots. Like How's he's four possible? shots on target. He's third overall for defenders for shots on target. It's Joachim Anderson. Isn't some just? Isn't that some winger? Isn't Chilwell or some other guy? Some speedy little Travis. What's his ownership? Yes. Don't look. Uh, I just did. Ah, ah Brian. What's his ownership? I, ha- I have it written ah! down. <laughs> It's pretty high, higher than I would have. As long as Gahey and and Joachim Anderson are playing together, Tyreek Mitchell's yeah. a bit. Tyreek Mitchell's good. The the one weak spot they're yeah. they're doing over all of this, overcoming the weakness of continuing to start Joel Ward. Yeah. So there's like, they just shut out Manchester United. Yeah. I know United had their chances. They had a couple close calls, but overall Not playing terribly. They're yeah. yeah they still United's did it. It's a dumpster fire. They went to Old Trafford and got a clean sheet. That's Crystal hard to Palace. Do. That's did. fair. I'm That's just fair. saying. That's fair, but United's a dumpster fire. All anyway. right, getting to really super important things as this as we're bringing this pod to a close. Uh, shout out about to Branson again. <laughs> no, <laughs> let me go, Travis. Uh, shout out to League Ben. Uh, not only is he a proud new father uh, of a child this week, he also crushed in the mini league and also cranked out. A current mojo table. Wow. So we're, we're going to blast oh, through dude. that active week for League Ben. We should send that guy something. We should send him something. Let's send him some thoughts and prayers. We should um, send him a ba- We should send him a, a FPL America podcast baby onesie. Uh, I wish we had those well, because yeah. we would send one. We should send those to people who don't have babies. That would. You are so dark today. What is wrong with you? Today? All right. Ranking gift for the first Some to- sort of. They can put it on their insult. For the first time, I think, this season, Arsenal, number one in the... That's generous. Mojo table, Spurs number two, Brian. I don't know if... Wait, who's number one? Who's number one? Arsenal. Arsenal. Number one in the Mojo table. I protest. There might be a little recency bias compared to the 4-0. They were feeling pretty good beating beating Bournemouth. All right, I'll give them that. They got two losses on the season along with Spurs and, and... uh, they don't have any losses. They have two draws on the season along with Spurs and zero losses. So uh, starting at one, Arsenal two, Spurs City three, obviously coming off their first loss. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't drop them down too far. Villa, Brian, four. Yeah. 
four in the mojo table. Right, they are feeling good. Newcastle five don't have any qualms about that. West Ham six. West Ham feeling good. Yep. Number seven, Crystal Palace. Feeling good. Right? Feeling good. Liverpool number eight. Feeling better, I would say. And I feel that's probably I mean, fair. They, they hey, took their first loss of the season. I just uh, need to. Uh, I just uh, need. Yeah, but like they haven't. Maybe. Now, Ben, League Ben is a. is a, um, League Ben is a Liverpool fan. So maybe he's being a little, little too harsh there. But. You're right. I could see Liverpool above Crystal Palace. Uh, I was just going to say, I just need one more goal involvement from Eze this coming week. Crystal Palace. There's no way. Are you serious? He was involved with with Anderson. Got the assist. That's so annoying. It was, again, a lucky assist. So is it come down to next week on our Eze bet? It was over over one and a half goals in in three weeks. Okay. All right. Okay. Just need one more. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. He's gonna go All break right. some. Uh, number nine. Number nine in the Mojo uh, hierarchy. Hierarchy. I can't say the word. Brighton. Number ten. Wolves. Number eleven. Nottingham Forest. Number twelve. Brentford. All seems about right. Yeah. Brentford. Brentford's got some. They've got. To me, they've got a. A little Lower, bit of a downward trend. Of I think they, I think they've been dropping. Brentford's got a, a bottom half mojo. Now for for the true last eight positions, uh, Chelsea at thirteen, Fulham fourteen, Luton at fifteen, Bournemouth at sixteen, Man United seventeen, Everton eighteen, Burnley nineteen, and Sheffield United bringing up the caboose. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, All of that correct. sounds about right. United might maybe might even need to be a. A touch lower. I don't know. I don't know. United again. I, I wouldn't, swear. I wouldn't a, argue against it if they did. Is a dumpster fire. Look, last thing before we leave, uh, I want to mention our mini league. Uh, no, we'll have to cut that, Travis. Thank you. We will have to mention. I wanted to mention our our the league. Brian, you mentioned it last week. Holland Oats. This week, still in first place with a 62. And uh, Sun Sail Away, League Bow, dropped out of first place. He's got a 44. And our own League Ben, our mini League Ben, BD's Nuts FC, is his league name. He is in third place in the podcast league. Brian, he scored 82 this week along with birthing a child. What an unbelievable Unbelievable score. Uh, he that's had a, that's a Watkins score. He it is a Watkins score. It is also He's a really Diaby score. It it's also a Sun league. score. It's also a Ben White and Trippier score. Oh. That's how you get to N82. So Ben, congrats not only on cranking out the Mojo table, crushing the week, being third in the podcast league, and now of course being a proud father of a new baby girl. So congrats to all of that, gentlemen. Uh, we're, we're closing this pod down. Anything else, Brian? What, Brian's one last thing. Yeah, my my last part of my minus eight was to bring in Abdullah Decore, who I talked about. Did you play him or bench him? Oh, I played him. Of course I played him. You did? Got Good him. for you. Oh, unbelievable. That I tell you what, credit to you. That's some John Stones right there. Travis, anything else? Nope. Uh, everyone, uh, everyone's last, captaining Holland, right? La- no. You're crazy. This week? You're a crazy town. You're, there's no way you're captaining Holland this week. Yeah, I am. Why not? No Captain way. Holland. Yeah, absolutely. Captain Holland. This Who are you captain? Right now, I got it on Salah. 
Yeah, I'm Mike Captain Madison at Luton. You got Sun at Luton. You got Salah at Brighton. You got, I mean, I got problems. You got, oh, you got. Holland definitely has questionable. You got Cash. You got Ollie Watkins. You got Ollie Watkins. You got Ollie Watkins out. I don't own Watkins. Well, I'm saying if you do have, if you do have Watkins, Madison at Luton, Sun or Madison at Luton. That's the play. That's in my book. That's where I would go. Got to own him first. You do Who's angrier to. this week? Any of the people you just talked about or Liverpool? I'm. I my money's on Liverpool being the angriest. Yeah, that's Liverpool good point. probably will. I be hope angry. Liverpool. I hope Destroy Liverpool Brighton. hangs. I hope they hang up. If they, I hope they hang an Alexander Hamilton on on Brighton. <laughs> I love it. Hey, for the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.